you know, Spencer, a lot of times with these uh, ad reads, we have to uh, pretend that we like a product, but this is not one of those. Right. This Um, is just classic. We're classic podcast connoisseurs. We know what's up. Yeah, we love we do love MeUndies. Secrets out. That's not just talk. Right. We probably love solid cologne. Um, Yeah, definitely. uh, But we definitely love Matt Bronger. Um, Matt Bronger. He's a he's an old friend of mine. I won't say too old because you know it's showbiz. So let's <laughs> let's stay ageless. But he is a fantastic, wonderful person that I have always adored, and that I never spend enough time with, and never work with enough. But he is really funny and really kind and really awesome. And he has a podcast called Ding Donger. Oh, you know about it? No, wait. Yeah, no, it's okay. You can know about <laughs> no, it. No, I've heard ads for it. It seems like a great podcast. It's a weekly podcast with actor and comedian Matt Bronger. You can go for a spin with him as he shares stories, observations, and advice with episodes perfectly curated for half-hour car rides. Does that mean he's driving during the, p- p- the podcast? He better not be because that's my idea. Oh, shit. I wonder if that's done because that is my idea. Maybe you can go on Ding Donger. You know what you could do <laughs> is you can leave a voicemail message for him and he'll address it uh, on his podcast. Oh, wow. I don't have a number for that, but just know that you can do that. Well, I bet if you like and subscribe to it on iTunes, the number reveals itself to you. Yeah, this is already on the air. I'm acting like it's new. (laughs) Recent episodes have included tales of harrowing bike rides in Southeast Asia, horror stories from Chicago public transit, and advice about everything from the creative process to the terrifying nature of bird-eating insects. Just don't miss a single episode. (laughs) Make sure you don't... (laughs) Sorry. Make sure you don't... (laughs) Make sure you make sure you don't miss a single episode. Subscribe to Ding Donger with Matt Bronger on iTunes, Stitcher, FeralAudio.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Matt Bronger. He couldn't be brighter. Today's episode is brought to you by Last Rampage, the new true crime film starring Robert Patrick, Heather Graham, and Bruce Davison. And we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie. Hi, my name is Heather Graham, and I'm playing Dorothy Tyson in the movie The Last Rampage. The Last Rampage is a true story about uh, Gary Tyson and how his sons broke him out of prison. And uh, it's a very dark story. And Gary Tyson is not a good guy. I play his wife, and I'm super loyal and devoted to him, even though he's pretty much the worst person in the world. One thing I think is interesting about the movie is a lot of these movies, they tell a story about like, oh, this rebellious guy who was this cool gunslinger and, you know, he did it all these wrong things, but he did it for the right reason. And I think this story sort of turns that story on its head because it's got at first you think he's a cool guy, but then you're like, no, this guy is just like a selfish, self-centered, narcissistic jerk. I like stories about real people. I think sometimes real life is stranger than fiction. Like, I mean, some of the stuff that happens, you just go, I can't believe this is real, but it's real. And then if you do more research, it's even stranger than the stuff they put in the script. It's just like, sometimes real life is stranger than fiction. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters and available on iTunes and all on-demand platforms today. For more information, visit TrueCrimeLive.com or follow the movie on Twitter at LastRampageFilm or on Facebook.com slash LastRampageFilm. The boys wants the girls.
girls while the girls watch the boys or watch the girls go by. From Hollywood, California, Meltdown Comics, the Nerd Melt Theater. The 100 Harmontown episode. Our Centepatio Centepisodes. Harmontown is now in session. Let's welcome to the stage the mayor of Harmontown, forever young and forever fit and forever charming, Jan Harmon. Episodial. 100 episodes. Uh, tonight will be, I promise, at least uh, 1% uh, as entertaining as, as the sum of all of our podcast's parts. Uh, nothing really special planned, exce- except for, uh, sorry, sorry. Good night. <laughs> what, he, what he meant to say is, boy, do we have a show for you people tonight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll make it special in any way that you want me to make it special, but it's not like the Take show is... Uh, Take your shirt off. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, the uh, I mean the the show is uh, the show is not famous for its preparation. I was afraid, you know, uh, the you know, in, in doing things, special things, that we would just be. I would. I think that would run kind of. What's the word? Anathema. Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't really be a Harmontown episode. We're gonna make this a hundred, a hundred times the Harmontown episode, which means we have to plan a hundred times less than we ever do. How could, how could you plan 100 times less than zero? It's just, that's it. It's just a regular episode, see? The math, the math checks out. Hey, Jeff, what do, you, what do you make of these? What do you make of these people? I've been watching some more true, true crime shows right. with uh, Aaron. I, uh, like, uh, like we you're, just... You're, you're what? You're... You know, I, I used to watch the Forensic Files and the FBI Files and oh, yeah, the Forensic yeah. uh, Extreme Forensics Solved colon Forensics Gone Wrong <laughs> uh, Wild for, Wild Crime yeah. uh, <laughs> Snapped Semicolon Women Women of Forensics <laughs> Uh, like, like, like the, the Dateline kind of things, those, those, those murder. Yeah, and that gets a little like uh, polished for me. But 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 uh, <laughs> we start we started watching this show, which I think we're done with now. I think there's only six episodes of it. It's called Murder Comes to Town, <laughs> and it's a, it's a, it's just like every other show. It's just all the same murders and stuff, but the focus is on the town. So it's like it's just sort of like. It just, it's just like any other kind of like crime show where there's just interviews with these police that couldn't figure out who killed somebody until someone called and told them that they did it, which is, <laughs> if you really watch these shows, that's what always happens. Like there's always, there's always a, there's always a, uh, three quarters of the way into the episode. There's and then al- they got a break. Yeah, there's always ring, a phrase. Ring, ring. Then police got the break they were looking for. And it's always like a phone call from either a nearby, uh, police enforcement agency <laughs> saying like, we found a finger, are you, uh, or it's just a guy going like, my cousin, did it uh, but anyways uh, not to digress tonight no t- tangents no, no a hundred times less tangents than, than <laughs> normal Armageddon. I was just because we were watching because there's always the reenactments in these things so they show people uh, the people are the, there's people talking to the camera and then sometimes there's people that they hired to play those people but then sometimes as in murder comes to town, and I think it's on a case by case basis. I th- I'm assuming it's it's based on the uh, participants' uh, willingness. Um, <laughs> the uh, sometimes the person that's 
that's being interviewed is then in the reenactments. What? Yeah. No. So they'll show a woman going like, well, my, yeah, my daughter, and then my, my daughter was missing. She was gone. And then they'll show that woman waking up in a bed. What? <laughs> you know, and there's like a John, Johnny Mnemonic poster on the wall to make it period or whatever. Because it's 10 years later. But and it's just, just, this poor woman is like, like answering a phone going, Hello? No, no. Okay, I'll be right there. And like hanging up the phone. It's like, like there's a director telling her, "Okay, your daughter's missing." Like the, it's a it's a cop on the other end of the phone. Sweetie, sweetie, work with me. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What the director? Uh, what's my motivation? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then and then including like like we were really like tripping out on this one. It was like this this good natured seeming like loving mother whose daughter had been abducted and eventually murdered because the show's called Murder Comes to Town. Don't don't hit, hit me with your spoiler uh, shit. The show's called Murder Comes to Town. It's, the daughter's missing, and she's, she got murdered. But the, and the woman is like, like, like so they, sh- they, they show her reenacting the moment where she found out her daughter's missing. That is the worst. Then they also show her, like, 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 the day that she last saw her daughter alive. So they show her, like, walking down a hall, opening a bathroom door, and going, Sweetie, I'm going to work. Okay, mom. Bye. <laughs> like, 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 like the, the, the director then called Cody and goes, "Hey, Monica, could you stop crying in the middle of this? That, that at the time this scene takes place, your daughter's still alive. I don't know why you keep bursting into tears. The, where were those in the last scene?" <laughs> Uh, it's just, I, I, I can't even, I, uh, to be a fly on the wall of that production. These people are just, it's just random people. And sometimes it's like cops, like the, the cops, you know they're into it when the cop is like putting the guy in the hood and he's like, don't move, pal, don't even breathe. Uh, like, like, and he's all, you know, he's playing himself and trying to act like he was like, you know, diehard. Is that the character's name? You're, you're thinking of Jaws. Yeah. Uh, do you get a question, Jeff? Uh, yes. <laughs> Dan? Uh, what does it all mean? <laughs> there was a quote in the show that there was a murder that took place in Kansas or something. And then the narrator said, this, the narration is like incredibly poorly written. Like they'll do things like they'll go, I was, there was this one I had to rewind. I was like, did they just use suspicion as the, as the dramatic button on the end of two sentences in a row? So it was like, uh, like, uh, so, but then there's only a matter of time before hope gives way to suspicion. And the hopes and dreams that were pinned on the former family members give rise to suspicion. Like he acted like he never said suspicion before. Like they're just, they're just fucking, ma- they're like, we don't, we don't have time, just say shit about murder. I, I, I know it's been done a million times. Who's that white haired guy? Uh, uh- the uh, Keith, no, no, what's the fuck with the, the, the creepy, the ghoulish uh, guy that yeah, they, they've like, done on SNL? Yeah, yeah, yeah like that, that, that. What's his name? Bill Hader does like that guy. He's the, it's the worst writing in the world because it's all questions. Um, but why did she go there? And if she went in there, why yeah. did she do it? But like, like, that's not well. Right. Listen, I always wonder too about the people that participate in these shows. So they're, they're doing these interviews and they're talking about their beloved person being killed and how they, what it was like to find their brains in the in the thing. And um, and then and then they're doing these interviews and they're crying during them. And then the sh- but some, then sometimes the show is called like like Peekaboo, I killed you. You know, like, like it's like not quite on the side of the victim exactly. It's more on the side of murder. 
murder kind of like 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 that's what the murder comes to town. The narration is like the guy is like decidedly he's like but what happened? She went jogging. That's the last time uh, anyone saw her. But no amount of jogging would keep her alive <laughs> d- during her rape and murder. It was like 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 what are you making fun of her for dying? Like oh she was jogging. Get it? Like 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 what if you were the the, the mom and you saw that and you'd be like I cried in that interview. They told me to look at the camera and cry. You, you, you say that you watched all these episodes, meaning had there been more, you would you would you would not. There were six of them. Yeah, I think they canceled it, but I'm yeah I'll do more because the other ones are all. I feel like I've seen the same murders and stuff, and, and there's like and, that, and it reduces the viewer to this weird thing. Like Aaron and I were like you know going through the uh, the menu and we're like ah, two elderly people missing in a truck. Uh, that's a hitch. <laughs> Well, this is one girl, but uh, you know, you you know, you know, an ex-boyfriend just murdered her. Uh, like, like you're kind of like you know, you're reduced to fictionalizing hu- human beings. But anyways, one more thing about this: the the horrible narration. I wrote this down. The guy said he was he was talking about the town. The town. It's always about the town. Is the town couldn't? That's the gimmick of this show. The town couldn't believe it. This town and a size of this town. Uh, this kind of murder, you never, you don't forget it. Um, uh, like in New York, everyone's like, hey, uh, Glenn missing. Fuck it. Uh, I, I think that's why they break New York into like yeah. smaller subsections, right? So that, you know, yeah. you, it's, a, it's, a, it's an appeal to the uh, people outside New York for a little bit of humanity. Like, 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 like look, we're not just a giant city full of people. If, if, if my neighbor gets killed, I care uh, because I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> Section three. <laughs> Anyways, did, the guy. Did, did the, they ever find Glenn? The guy. The guy. The guy was saying, uh, but it. Uh, you know, but boner, boner hurt uh, Kansas. Is, boner hurt. Uh, <laughs> was, okay, uh, we'll get back to it. Your, was close your to naming, that. You're naming boner but, hurt. They'll still show a shot of the water tower and, a, and then a cornfield. Like, boner hurt Kansas is a quiet town full of church-going folk. And this is what the guy said. He said, you could call it the core of the American heartland. (laughs) You you could call the word heartland synonymous with core. You could call a heart a core. You could call a core a heart. You could clean up this sentence, motherfucker. You could call this town in Kansas the core of the Big Apple, you could, but not, but, but very far away from that from that apple. You could call it the center of the epicenter, a kind of confluence of nexuses. Boner hurt Kansas lies at the intersection of crossroads. Is it five o'clock yet? Uh, all right. So, uh, well, we got we have we have special shit to do, and I know it's gonna, you know, it's gonna eat away at us. <laughs> it's gonna eat away at our time. It's not gonna eat away at us. But before we go, real quickly, I I've, I've been reading these books that are like uh, by Philip Kerr. They're all these about detective novels set in uh, in World War II Germany. It's a detective, like kind of a la Raymond Chandler, and he is a cop during uh, World War II. It's great shit. It's just like awesome schlock. But also, like I I, I love. I love World War II documentaries and I love Nazi documentaries. And I feel like, I, in my, it's, I know this is not a charming admission, but I, like, I, I, is it wrong to wish that World War II had gone on longer so there'd be more documentaries about it? I mean, that's just, this is what TV does to us. Yeah. 
because it just like the, some channels should just be called just like we love Hitler documentaries. I saw I, saw, I, I Instagrammed it. There was a uh, I swear to God I did. <laughs> how, can we, uh, how can we prove this, Dan? There was, a, it was just a, I was going through. I was looking for a, a new uh, app to play on my fucking fat slob pad that I sit in bed and eat donuts on while I watch murder shows. Um, and I came across a review of this Sims game where this woman was like, she was. It was just like an eight paragraph essay about how the they had they had updated the free Sims game that she had been that she had raised her grandchildren on because uh, she's like my grandchildren would come over and when they were three they used to like to just watch the people walk around and as they grew older they learned about how, how to interact so she's like she's she, believe me her opinion matters the most about this free game that she's been fucking because she uses it to raise children um, and, and then they released an update that makes the sims die of old age they used to be immortal Jeff and now they die of old age and and I, I was talking to them about it and someone was putting uh, photos of the grim reaper on, on their Facebook pages and they saw them and they started to cry. Now my grandchildren are crying. I don't understand why these Sims have to die. I thought they could live forever. And she's like having a fucking nervous breakdown in a review under the app. And it's like, <laughs> was this review helpful? I, uh, I, yes. Uh, it, 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 has, it has summed up our universe entirely. Uh, I don't know if it's helpful to anyone but maybe Nietzsche or, or, or Kafka but, but it's like, I mean she was like she had become more sim than human because the sims were now capable of dying and she was just this weird program complaining oh boy anyways but yeah I, I'm just a hop from that with these murder shows now I'm like, I, like oh, this, teenage hitchhiker the boo. sims couldn't die I, I, I played the sims for like three days and, and the, the, the woman that was my, like, my, my avatar, my gal or whatever, she just kept getting bummed out and there was flies in the kitchen and I hated it because I, I thought I'd kill her. So I just, I just stopped doing it. Yeah. You, can't, you couldn't kill her? She would just sit there and be miserable for the rest of time? Yeah, I don't, I can't, I don't know, I can't answer anyone's how, questions how, about how the Sims, they, but... How do they die now? Like, old age, like, do you have to wait 80 years, or do you have to, like... I don't, I don't, I've never played a Sims game. I'm, I'm, I'm neither proud nor ashamed to say. I've ne- I, I, I love, I love, like, I love, I play, like, Gardening Mama 2, and the... I, I, I'm not above reproach. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron bought me in New York, we went to the Nintendo store. She said, you'll like this game, and gave me Gardening Mama 2. I was like, fuck you, I get your joke, and then I, I kind of liked it. <laughs> She's, she always she always leans over and looks at my screen at the wrong times. Like I'm always like in the middle of like changing a diaper or helping a stork grow or what? You know, it's, I like I like like time management games and like gardening. I like gardening and not in real life. I don't know what it is. All right. Speaking of bad writing, just what, we were driving here and Aaron played Rocket Man. Uh, I, I, I just want, so you, you'll you'll know how to finish these lyrics. Mars ain't the kind of place to raise your kids. In fact, it's cold as hell. And there's, no, and there's there, no one there to raise them. If you did. If you did what? Raise them? Yeah. I don't. You just said it's no place to raise your kids. There's no one there to raise them if you raised them. Well, except you. What is it? Is that, is that just Elton John doesn't know a life outside of the nanny system? It's like, it's like oh, man, Mars ain't the kind of place to have your nanny raise your kids for you. No. There's no nannies on Mars. Mars ain't the kind of place to raise your kid. In fact, it's cold as hell. And there's no, no. one... There to raise them. If, if you, you did, did, dot dot dot. If you raise your kids there, or if you did choose that lifestyle, or raise your kids. Uh, uh, Mars ain't the kind of place to settle down and raise your kids. Yeah. 
Uh, no, still not, still bad writing. <laughs> the, uh, musicians, 6,000 years of getting away with bad writing and counting. Wait, this, because this, they this, bang on things while they do it. There's a, there's a hand being raised out there. Do we, do, do we, if you dig? Oh, if you, if you if, dig? Like, if you dig. Like, if he's saying... Are you just like, guessing that? You're... That's what I always thought it was. You, oh, you always thought it was if you I, dig. I always, I always thought he was Someone look it up. Look up lyrics for yeah, us no, right now. I just saying, like, I mean, if, if you know what I mean, there's no one there to raise them. So if, if you dig. If you dig. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's no, no one there to raise them. If, if you, you dig. You dig. He's just checking it. I'll fucking give you. It's a, the Elton John equivalent I, I, of, you I'm know what I mean? I'm going to give you a $10 you know bill if that, that's correct. I'm like, $10 is yours, sir. If it's, it, it, huh? <laughs> Did. Thank you. We saved me $10. There's a sea of iPhones. If you uh, dig. I, but I wish that was it. Yeah. Okay. All right. I think yeah. that's. That's be- all right. Let's 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 move on uh, to Crocodile Rock. Now this song, <laughs> Crocodile Rock. I just I, I always I get so mad at me- musicians because they get away with like stuff that uh, you know I don't know. They're just kind of like they're so fancy and free with their goddamn lyrics. And it seems like it's part of their success. Like people don't want my overwrought fucking meticulous bullshit in there when they're tapping their toes. People just write these songs and are like, they change tenses. They change like from first person to third person. I don't know who he is and who you are. Someone's stealing someone's girl. Who the fuck is? Who, who are we? I mean, I'm, I'm, again, like, as no usual, I might be getting this wrong, but I love the movie by the Who, Quadrophenia, and uh, it's, it's a great rainy day, depressing movie, and uh, it's uh, all, all the soundtrack, of course, is by the Who. And Sting is in it when he was, when he was young and not a complete twat, and uh, he was great. He's in a silver suit. He looks great. And uh, but they 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 thought quadrophenia meant like what if you had four personalities? They they thought schizophrenia meant two, two personalities. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and they're like, okay, yeah, we kind of we kind of. I thought it was just a reference. I never saw that movie, and I just assumed it was like some kind of like product placement for the new speaker system or something. <laughs> yeah. Quadraphonics. Well, I think I think that was the riff they're trying to do. I don't uh, know. But, yeah, but the, right, rock and roll music uh, lyrics shouldn't be looked at too closely. Yeah. Writers, writers and musicians. Why can't they get along? You know they do in like uh, Christina Aguilera songs or something because those, like, those like people that aren't singer songwriters they they have like a nice forty five year old man sit down and write a little a little ditty hand it off to a. A young sexy urchin <laughs> whose, whose, whose voice is good for two years, and then they go, I'm a genie in a bottle, rubbing all the metaphors all work. Oh, you rub me the right way. I'm a genie and make a wish. I wish that the genie was happening. It's, oh, this is great. It's like, it's like, it's like William Goldman wrote this. He, he did, he did. An old guy in a log cabin wrote that. He had he had, he had a cups. Like he's like he's he's not someone that you want to rub the right way. Well, guess what? Beauty's only skin deep. Have we talked about? We need to work together. Ugly people are smarter than you. Have we talked about in the show uh, a piano man? Uh, the uh, regular crowd shuffles in. The man at the bar sitting next to me making love to his tonic and gin. No. Gross. No. You yeah. don't get to change the name of the drink to suit your purposes. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant it was gross because it sounded like he's coming in his drink. Whoa. Yes. <laughs> making love to his tonic and gin. And there's Gary over there with his dick in a jar. And <laughs> you can see the strands floating to the yes. top. Yes. <laughs> And he swizzles his drink with his balls and his stink and his <laughs> janitor's getting him up. We're getting played off by the ghost of, of Jebediah Nerdmelt. <laughs> Get out of here! Your show doesn't have a script. It's terrible. Great Barrett did that joke 20 years ago. 
You've, you've conditioned these people via systemic deprivation to applaud rhyming mop with whatever you rhymed it with. Other people have acts. Tonic and make, Making love to is jelly and peanut butter. That's fucking, that's so, that's just lazy bullshit. Yeah. Also, the gambler, but I, I like Kenny Rogers a lot. I love Kenny Rogers. I met him when I was, Naka, oh, when I was like nine in Acapulco, so I love the guy. Uh, in, the, in The Gambler, he rhymes um, sleep and keep twice. I think, yeah. that's, I think that's lazy bullshit. You don't, you don't do the same rhyme twice. Well, how about he did the same song four times? <laughs> do, 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 the, everybody saw the farmer with the magic peanut. Do, 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 do. Like, Wait, how like, is that The Gambler? Fucking, they're all just like. I don't know the musical terms, but I know the fucking guy just sits down and writes a fucking, you know, writes uh, the, uh, the charge of the light brigade. The fucking like puts it to like. It's always it's just about a guy. It's just like. Hey. Can you sing me? I, I don't know. What, I don't know your knowledge of, of the Battle of Balaclava, but we, or Alfred Lord Tennyson. Lord Tennyson. Would you, but would you? Would you please do me a country no. version of the Charge of the Light Brigade, right now? Can cannons to the left of them. <laughs> cannons all around them. <laughs> but the man with one leg came to town and said that he had found them. <laughs> On a misty river's country night, this character broke even. <laughs> And that's the story of Kenny Rogers, of a guy named fucking Steven thing. Uh, it's, it's always a guy. All right, I'm thinking of two songs, Coward of the County and The Gambler. Yeah, Coward of the County is a good But one. you know he fucking, you know if we brought up a Kenny Rogers album, you'd see a bunch of failed attempts. You know, he like, started off in a, in, a, in a psychedelic like hippie band called First Edition. <coughs> First or Second Edition? First Edition? It's like... First edition. I did like, like, just dropped in to see what condition my condition is. And that's him. And when he left that band, they're like, you're never going to make it, baby. Like, he said, no, I'm mm -hmm. going to make country music. They're like, you'll never make it. And he went off and wrote some of the biggest hits. You know he's a Scientologist. Is he? Yeah. A psych got you. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Who would have thought back, you know? Who would have thought Will Smith? Look, if, if, if I found out Kenny Rogers was a Scientologist, I would, I would give Scientology a second glance. Well, I don't want to bring this up again, but, but I, I, you, should you should read that book going clear. You, would, you, would, you, would, you, you come away from it with a, with a respect for... I, 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 you, do, you don't dehumanize people that are just because they're Scientologists anymore after reading that book. I wouldn't either. If I, if I ever met a Scientologist who would sit down and explain what it is that they do, but I, it's so goddamn private. Well, then read this book, Going Clear. It's like 700 pages. I can't talk to of, a person that's a... That's a uh, I don't know. Maybe you can. Well, yeah, you can. There's independent Scientologists. There's also there's that guy, Marty Rathbun. We just watched a documentary about him. There's a lot of people that you know, are raised on this, on this religion. How, how much more ridiculous is anything? You know, we've had Mormons on stage talking to us about Mormonism. We've had, we've had, I think we had a Jew once. Speaking of which, uh, I'm assuming he's Jewish because of his last name. Adam Goldberg has a special surprise for us. Well, That's pretty anti-Semitic, you guys. He's a human being. Oh, you, oh, you hate him, the person. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I connected those dots wrong. Uh, no, Adam Goldberg. Uh, he uh, he went onto Reddit. And he, uh, do you believe that? I, I, I'm going to suspend my disbelief. He, he, he culled together through rigorous uh, research and, and conversation with uh, Harmontown fans in honor of our hundredth, uh, our uh, 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 cent uh, spectacular. 
<laughs> he has an 18 question trivia quiz. <laughs> it, it gets better. <laughs> All right, the, the, we were thinking that you and I would go up against a Harmontown super fan from the audience and see, and see see if one of you could get more answers right about our show than, than Dan and I. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, given the fact that we're always in a blackout drunk. <laughs> oh, they're going to win. I already know the results, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, so should we have them elect one of their own to uh, to be that representative? Yeah, well, I don't know how they'll do that. I mean, that could. Uh, well, let's let's let, let's set the, let's set them against themselves. Who do, who here thinks that they would probably be the best at answering Harmontown trivia? One over here. We have a few hands up. Anatoly. Anatoly, yeah, but he's so hard to understand. Yeah. What does fuck you all mean? All right. Huh? Who do we got? We got, we got two, pro, two hands. What's your name right there? MC. MC? Yeah. You, th you think you got the goods? I can try. MC, you, bring it up here. I Fuck it. I, I, like, I like the look of this guy. We're going to give MC a chance here. Oh, it's good. This... The boys wants the girls while the girls wants the boys. Yeah, we'll try to... Uh... We'll try to we'll try to lightning through this. Where's 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 Goldbug? Goldberg, are you here? Uh, Adam Goldberg, everybody. Hi, MC. Hi, sir. MC, what 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 is your uh, curriculum vitae? What what are your credentials that you think that qualifies you to beat Dan and I at our own game here? Well, I uh, recently binge listened to the whole show. Okay, you already got us. You already got us. All 100 episodes? All 99 episodes? Yeah, how, yeah. How, how long did it take you to get through all 100? Well, I, uh, <clears throat> I started listening when I started a new job, and that job was about, like, two months. And with the exception of, like, like breaking to watch whatever was, like, new on, like, Hulu or whatever, it would be, like, the only source of entertainment. And I caught up. Oh, God, he's got to hate day. me more than the rest of you combined. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have, you, have you been to the live show joke. before? Oh, yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Oh, yeah, like, I think I, I've seen you here before. Basically, once I caught up, that's when I started attending. Okay, so how many times have you been here live? Uh, I think this would be like my fifth or sixth. Fifth or sixth. Yeah. Uh, Can you, you describe the nature of that job without getting in trouble? Or? Uh, yeah, I was an animator. Oh. Uh, or, uh, sorry, a storyboard artist on a show called uh, BoJack Horseman. Mm. It's going to be on Netflix. It's... Genuinely good, and that was the only thing keeping me from like Dan, what do you throwing think myself the, out a window. What do you think the pitch, the logline is for Bojack Horseman? <laughs> Bojack Horseman, <laughs> the, the 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 how the West was one on the side. <laughs> like it's got to have some kind of right, like misfit cowboys. Uh, it's actually got Allison Brie from from Community on it. <laughs> Fuck the <this> show. <laughs> so, like like there's no actors looking for work, right? Give Allison Brie another job. <laughs> Uh, no, what is it? What's the? Can you give us the like kind of conceit of it? Like, it's it's about like a, a um, an out of work actor who's like trying to like cope with his like self loathing and and depression, um, but like he's a horse. He's 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 a horse. Oh, yeah, okay. he's like a horse man. Yeah, yeah. he's a horse man. Yeah. <laughs> is, he, is he a, is he a centaur? <laughs> uh, uh, he's like a reverse centaur. He's like horse from the neck top up. Yeah. Oh, he's a, he's a orcent. 
Is it is it live action or animated? No, it's, it's, it's animated. Is it live action? Well, he said he's a storyboard artist. It could be live action. No, that's, that's, They're like they would have to plan the horse horse composites, you know. Well, also it's cast entirely by people that you don't know for being in cartoons. You know what I mean? Like it's uh, like Amy Sedaris is in it and the uh, friggin' uh, uh, from Breaking Bad. What's his name? Uh, 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 Jesse. Yeah, him. <laughs> uh, all right, well, sounds good. All right, let's, let's, let's kick this off. So, uh, Adam Goldberg, uh, tell us what the rules are, what, what we're doing here. Well, there are three answers to every question. One of them, or two of them, is correct. One of them is correct. I want to say that I had a story about The Sims, actually. Adam, I don't, what are the rules to the game that we're about to play? My brother went up. What are the rules? You are here for one task, Adam. He married my it's our hundredth fucking show, Adam. We're not going to do this. I will shout you down. I will play the game. Money. Play the game. He can't. He's actually you're going to make me line producer if you're saying. Um, okay. So I'm going to ask questions. I thought he was going to wax rhapsodic about Sims for a while. Uh, yeah. Um, the only story is my brothers married my sister like, into their family. It's like, for you're money. You're compulsive. For money. For money. You know, I, I normally don't get to give my two cents because I'm usually just listening to it, but I'm pro Goldberg. I'm cool with hearing the story. <laughs> don't suck up to the judges. <laughs> well, I, mean, I always go back and forth because the, the minute someone says I'm pro Goldberg and 150 people boo and, and he doesn't pull out a rifle or... <laughs> Or run from the stage, then I be- then I become pro Goldberg because I'm like, what the uh, fuck is this? Dan, 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 did you just say you're pro Goldberg? Uh, and then look at his face. I'm I mean, anti Goldberg. Thank you. You're we've ta- I mean, we've Nothing discussed else, this consistent. forever. Harmon Town's for misfits, and and uh, he's the. I mean, yeah, he, he's 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 Claudius. Are are we gonna go start a colony on the moon for misfits, and we're just gonna start as soon as we get as soon as we get off the spaceship, we're gonna go. All right, where's the nerd? <laughs> get out of here! I need uh, a spacesuit. Oh, get out of here! Yeah, there's 99 yeah. spacesuits. All right, a- Adam, tell All us right. the rules if if you would please. I'm gonna ask the question either of Team Dan Jeff. Or a team guy who worked on the Centaur a- show? MC. MC, that's easy to remember. And, uh... Apparently not. <laughs> I don't like suck-ups. Immediately changes my opinion. Yeah. I'm back with these guys. Don't turn <laughs> yeah. No, come on. It's, no, it's half you were lying anyway. You, you love it. You just go where the wind blows, man. Yeah. <laughs> and if, um... You just don't know the other team can steal. Just, oh, man. If you're like, uh... But it's multiple choice, so that's unlikely. All right, who wants it first? Uh, team Dan or Team MC? Um, I'll take it. All right, All MC. Right. MC's gonna take MC. it. MC. So wait, wait, if I get it wrong, like, do they, I get knocked out and someone else has to... Like, are we gonna do a round robin style like that, or...? No. Okay. How, how, how does the scoring work? Most out of 18 questions? Most out of 18, I guess. All right, let's, let's fire through these. It's, All right. it's, it's, okay. it's, 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 it's Real only a four-hour Abed, show. Okay. Real Abed proposed a restaurant where everything is really small. What was it called? A, Real Abed's Real Food for Real People? B, Bites? Or C, Mini Mine? B, Bites. That is correct. One point for MC. I knew that. I knew that. I almost feel like you could have eliminated the multiple choice out of that and had us try to freestyle, but let's, right. let's see what goes. If he gets into the lead, he'll have to freestyle. Okay. This is a challenge. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah, he's already in lead, so that yeah. doesn't apply. MC has jumped out to commanding 1-0 lead. All right. Okay. How about this? Give each person that you ask, give them the option of, uh, of uh, they get, if, they can, if they can get it without getting the multiple choices. That's two points. Two points. All right. There we go. All right. 
Okay, uh, which is not a fiction... I can't do that for this. This is which is not. <laughs> okay. uh, All right. Which is, uh, how many episodes did Dan wear the iHarmon? Do you want the qu- uh, multiple choice? It's, it's my... Uh, 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 yes, I want the multiple choice. Okay. A is two to three, B is four to five, and C is exactly six. B, four to... F- no, 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 no. A, A, uh, two to correct. three. That is correct. One point for Dean Dam. All right. I would have gotten wrong. Right. I wrote it down. That's why I knew. <laughs> What? Two against one? What? Because he's listened to them all, to and I've never team? listened to any of them. <laughs> oh, I wasn't using Jeff. I w- you're saying I'm cheating by using Jeff? No, no she's saying right. that, that we have two, two heads are better than one theory. But, oh. but believe me, he just listened to them all recently, so he has access to this right. more recent information in his head. Also, I wasn't thinking that Jeff and I were like both. I, I, uh, right. Thanks. thanks. <laughs> I was going to say sweetie, but it's 2014. Oh. <laughs> I don't you appreciate it. it. I, I might see a blog entry tomorrow. Dan Harmon called me Sweetie, the story of humanity versus the uh, asshole. MC, which is not a fictional Harmontown character? A, Death Row inmate O'Malley, B, Jerry McSeinfeld, or C, Kumail 2.0? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with A. Death Row inmate O'Malley, that is incorrect. Oh. We're all tied up at 1-1. One, one. All right. In the episode, Dan, uh, you- <laughs> in the episode Everyone's a Rapper, comedian Misha complains that everyone in his family calls him the same name. What is it? Uh, give me multiples. A, Snap the Jap, B, Misha Kwan, or C, Jackie Chan? I, I'll, I'll, everyone in his family? Everyone in his family gets called the same name. Oh, I'll, I'll try C. C is correct, All Jackie right. Chan. Nice. I'm on the team with you, Dan, but I'm, I'm laying low. Oh, okay. I'm laying low because I have no idea what's going on. Right now. All right. MC, what yes, ill-tempered skeleton uh, did the gang piss off to start the trial of Tormod Tour? I'm going to need the choices. A, Lenev, B, Lannister, and C, Fornheim. Lenev. That is correct. I hope it's no one's first time here tonight. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it, we'll have him come up and give a review afterwards. So. Uh, it's kind of a fun show, I guess. Uh, I'm going to go play Pinochle with my uncle now. Nine. It's called Jeff. P- Pinochle. Uh, go ahead. How many times has huh? Jeff said... Start, start again. I'm sorry. What? How many times has Jeff said, that should be the title of the episode or some variant? <laughs> I'll take multiple choices. A, 12 times, B, 15 times, or C, there's no way I would look that up. Uh, well, well, knowing you, you looked it up. Um, 12 times. Nope, I didn't look it up. Oh, you <laughs> uh, I mean, looking it up would entail hundreds and hundreds of hours. Of, yeah. uh, I would have been curious how many times he said it versus how many times it was. Because there were some times where I was like, yeah, it should. Oh, it's not, though. It's <laughs> something else completely. That's some homework for you guys to do. <laughs> now there's a, uh, one of MC's homework. tires is going to be flat, and there's going to be a note that says, like, why don't you run the game? <laughs> <laughs> and right. then, you're, then you will not be pro Goldberg. The one, yeah, the one person on the side. All right. 
All right, MC. Um, yes, sir. Which episode manages the earliest episode naming coming in less than 72 seconds into the episode? A, push the button, pull the chain. B, dudes and goo. Or C, Felicity Whack-A-Mole. Uh, this is for us, right? That's for MC. For me, for me. Oh, for MC. Okay. I'm going to fail this one. I think I know this one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say A. That is correct. Awesome. I was wrong. Daniel, Shoney's loving audience member Big Red went to this college. Do you want, can you guess or multiple choice? Ooh, wait, hang on. We're a team, right? Are, are, yeah. Are we, yeah, you can chime in if you know. Are, are we, he and I are together, right? Yes. Um, oh. I'm not going to guess, but I want to hear the multiple choice. <laughs> I, 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 I think I might know it, but I'm, I'm, I'm not confident about it. Uh, a, Azusa Pacific. B, LA City College. Or C UCLA. I was wrong again. I think uh, I think it's I think it's Azusa, because I was going to say something kind of along those lines. Like like I think like it, was, it was I think that 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 ring a bell. Like why would some, uh, words like Azusa Pacific I, I, ring a bell? I go with that one. All right, that is also correct. Okay. Yeah. I, the first thing I thought came to mind was San Luis Obispo, and then Azusa Pacific seemed like yeah. Yeah, he was right. from San Luis Obispo. Oh, is he, he really? Went to, I don't Come care. Come fucking genius. <laughs> MC, name three sentient beings that Quark has had sex with. (laughs) Name three he hasn't. (laughs) That is actually a harder question. We'll prove that to the bonus round. Uh, I feel like I could, but go go ahead and give me the the multiple choice. The name three things? I have a list of four things. Oh, shit. Okay, so I can't. Right, right. Um, All right. uh, A horse? Yep. Uh, giant spider. Yep. Squirrel. Did you have sex with a squirrel, Jeff? Yeah. I don't. Did I? Yeah. 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 And that's yeah. it. Summoned, <laughs> he summoned a squirrel to have sex with it. I right. also would have accepted Sharpie butts a lot. Right. And right. Quark. Pfft. Oh well. And okay. Robo Breathy. <laughs> Ro- oh. Hey there, lonely squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Spencer once appeared on Community as Annie Edison's brother. What was his first name, Dan? <laughs> what? Isn't that a trick question? Didn't it? Uh, didn't it get changed? Uh, there was a. Would I, I ever mean, trick you? Uh, going with the canon of the show, in other words, what his name was on screen. Uh, oh, God damn it! <laughs> oh, I know what it was. It was the opposite because I wanted it to be. Uh, Andy originally, because as if their parents had named them uh, after Raggedy Ann and Andy, but it, that didn't legally clear, so his name was Anthony. All right, that's correct. I would have also accepted Spence Word. So you would have accepted what? Spence Word. Spence Word. I thought this were questions about Harmony. I don't watch that show. All right, okay. Before breaking out, this is MC. Before breaking out in Backbrace Dynasty, Adam was the production manager on a terrible shark movie. What movie was oh, it? Is, it? is it us? No, it's nice MC. Oh, shit. I know this one. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, give me the choices. Okay. Avalanche Sharks, Sharkano, and Shark Island 2 Shark Bite. Shark Island 2 Shark Bite. Nope. I made that one up. Oh. All right. It's getting close. What's the score? Oh, I can steal it? I, I know it. You can steal it. A- Avalanche Sharks. Right? No. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> okay, you can't. St- okay, next question. It wasn't Sharknado or whatever. That no. was a Sharknado. Sharknado. It, wasn't, it wasn't Sharknado. Oh, so uh, Avalanche Sharks. It was Avalanche Sharks, which turned into Avalanche Shark once they didn't have enough shark puppets. Right. 
Two people got carbon monoxide poisoning because they got really, really low quality trailers. All right, next question. What? Uh, no, because the audience shouted out. Audience got a point. You guys are now in it? Okay. Audience, you are now in third. All right. In the episode, Frequently I Am a Woman in My Dreams, who admits to frequently being a woman in their dreams? That's, is that MC's or ours? Uh, yours. Oh, okay. I, me. Yeah, Jeff. That's correct. <laughs> I would have also accepted Aaron. <laughs> I bet you would. Oh, is that insulting? I don't... All right. All right, MC. Yes. For two points. Two of Dan's foot fetishes. Uh, I'm going to name one of Dan's foot fetishes. You can name the other two for two points, or I'll give you one more and you can get it for one point. The first one is dangling. Right. There are two more that start with that letter. Heel popping. Yep. <laughs> Dipping. Yep, he's got it. Back in. Wow. We have the worst podcast in the world. <laughs> All right. But, but the best listeners. Yes, the best, certainly the best listeners. All right. Boy. In the Neil Hamburger, Tim Heidecker segment, Dead or Alive, how did Hosni Mubarak die? What the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) In episode 108, in the Neil Hamburger, Tim Heidecker segment, how did Hosni Mubarak die? It's, I mean, you get... You love him. (laughs) (laughs) The correct answer is he died choking on a rod he ate in some stew in an art gallery. He choked on a rod. That was a Harmontown his... episode? Oh, no, that's Comedy Bang Bang. I thought you guys... What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> they haven't had me on yet. I need to suck up. No, that, 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 right. that one is stricken from the yeah, record. Yeah, okay. Doesn't count. <laughs> Next, the final question. Okay, thank God. And then the final one will be a top-up. A uh, top-up. top-up. Uh, convertible. Uh, how, did chick- how can Chicken Noodle Man of the eponymous song make his troubles go away? Who's this for, by the way? This is for Jeff. All right. I know it's not. I, I guarantee you, I know the chicken noodle man question. <laughs> yeah. I helped write the motherfucker. Right. Is, it, is, it, is it MC's is it, turn or Jeff's turn? Are you sure? I'll give it to MC because I feel Jeff knows it. One more time to ask the question. How can Chicken Noodle Man of the eponymous song make his troubles go away? So easy. Feed the devil's soup? That is correct. He feeds the devil's soup from his penis. <laughs> All right. That was a lob. <laughs> My it girlfriend is knows that song. Pretty much tied up. The audience has fallen behind, but this is the last <laughs> one. You're gonna have to buzz in for this one because it is the tiebreaker. All right. It would break the MC is winning, but this one could break the tie in favor of Team Dan Jeff. All right. All right. Duncan so we, Trussell. We, we buzz in. I don't. What do we do? Say buzz. Yeah. All right. Duncan Trussell, who played Christopher twice, once chopped off Christopher's uh, ding dong. He also carved something into Chris's arm. What was it? Bzz. Yep. Uh, a pentagram. Nope. All right, MC, if you get this one, you got the game. If not, I'm out of questions. Shit, man. It's, it, was a, it was about something Kamel said on his own show about a game, and I cannot remember what game it was. Oh, he God said, how it. can you have a gaming podcast and not talk about StarCraft II? I'm going to count for MC in the audience. MC! All right, MC wins. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Adam Goldberg, everybody. That was a lot of hard work. 
for both Adam and all of us, right? Yeah. We all deserve a round of applause. No, but thank you for putting in the research, Adam. Without, without that segment, we really would, would not have had a 100th episode special at all, you know? It, it felt like something you would do in a 100th episode special. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, it would just be me talking about, what, crime shows? What am I? The what am I guy? <laughs> if you had to Andy Kindler? If you went to another planet and you had to choose, there was only one of the three possibilities available to you that women could do or you could watch on porn. Wait, Pop, what's, heel, uh, heel popping, dipping, or dangling? <laughs> and, and you had to pick one. What's, what's the, what's the, what's what the is one? my favorite out of heel popping, yeah. dipping, or what's, dangling? What's your, what's your desert island uh, uh, heel fetish thing? Well, you get dangling out of there right away. <laughs> because there's no activity to that. I mean, that's like dangling is what follows a heel pop. <laughs> So it's built into the heel pop. And heel popping's built into a, a dipping. What's dipping again? Well, dipping it could, could be like a lot of things. It could be like, like, it could be like a, a, a woman like... Uh, well, no, no, no. That's just heel popping. Okay. Well, dipping, dipping is like the shoe is on the floor and, and the, and the foot is uh, going in and out. Dipping. Well, right. Yeah, like a, like a... The woman is lost in thought. She's just casually dipping her foot in and out of I her mean, shoe. I'm, 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 I'm presuming that I'm not a foot fetishist or a heel fetishist, but I'm presuming that you'd want a, lo- a little bit of all of those. You'd want a little... Yeah, I think that's why you, they you all You want a couple together. dips? A it's couple like pops, eyes, ears, nose, and throat. Like, you don't, like, bother to, you know... But again, again you, you have to pick one. Well, d- tell that to an eyes, ears, nose, and throat guy. It's like, oh, I'm an optometrist. I mean, who needs those? All right. Uh... <laughs> What about that? I mean, what's what is that? You know, what, what do you go to an eyes, ears, nose, and throat guy? Are you dodging the question? There's such a thing as an optometrist. It's like just an eye guy. Uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to picture all three separate somehow and give you an actual sincere answer. I guess. Uh, I guess dipping. <laughs> All right, dipping. That's, that's, on our 200th episode, that'll be a trivia question. <laughs> All right, let's bring out my fiance, Aaron McGathy. Hello. Hi, Scoops. Hi. Scoops? It's a dipping reference. <laughs> Sco- Scoops, Scoops, Scoops Johnson was the evil Knievel of dipping. <laughs> uh, anything, anything you want to uh, address uh, or anything? Well, um, <laughs> I was trying to think of my own fetishes. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no, I, I guess not. I don't know. No? Doing great. Do you have any fetishes? Um, I like smoking. I know it's, uh, I know it's really bad for that, that's people, the, that's, but I That's do just think. called an addiction. That's not like a... Yeah. But if we're talking about... You mean you, like, look at how guys look when they smoke? Um, yeah, not people I know, because the only person I know who smokes is Dustin Marshall, and I imagine him back there being like, oh, no, oh, no. Um... <laughs> 
No, I like <laughs> I uh, like like fetishes outside of. I mean, that's I missed the first part of that. The the exchange that you just had about the dipping and the Jeff asked you what your favorite uh, pornographic foot thing was, right? Yeah, out of a, because there's this phrase dipping. What is it? <laughs> dipping, dangling, heel popping. It's kind of like like I'm saying. Like it's usually it's that it's that that's a that's a more specific long-winded way of saying shoe play shoe play is part of is under the branch of foot fetish which is i don't know like then there's that's a big I mean, tree the, i think the she- real the real tragedy of this and um if you guys have been to the show live or seen pictures i i usually wear these boots and these tights it's because i don't have feet <laughs> and um backstage listening to this mm. it's actually <laughs> It's, 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 that's the best reaction to it's, 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 ever. It's, 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 it's when I acquired my foot fetters is when we used to, yeah when we became intimate and I realized you had no feet it was like it's, I pine for feet now she can't help it I don't I mean I, I have one fetish uh, first name last name Dan Harmon just all my sexuality is wrapped up in you do, yeah, men and women I think work differently I, think, I, don't, I, I don't have I, I, I think I, a foot I, fetishism is, is a very male thing do women are there, are there a lot of women fe- foot fetishists are there gals any, anyone ladies in the audience, would anybody admit to it any gals <laughs> it just seems like women wouldn't have a foot fetish because fe- guys feet are like wow or a foot fetish once we go down this road we're going to run into this this this, this millennial LA like, it's, I have a listening fetish um. <laughs> I have a I'm sorry what? I have a I have a, Sorry, I have a compassion fetish. I have a thoughtfulness fetish. So why me? Why, what? Well, because it's you know because it's also weird. A... You know, <laughs> yeah. that's what makes. In the it same a way fetish. that she has no feet. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. No, but I do. I do like. Uh, I do like smoking. I did once sleep with a man uh, just because he looked like David Bowie, and I requested that he smoked while he had sex with me, and then I felt very ashamed because I did very much use him. For that, and because he sustained a lot of burns around his face, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he he was he was smoking. He was smoking. Right. But I mean, he, I, had, he had to smoke a cigarette while having sex with you. I made him um, put on. I'm going to regret this immediately. But I I made, I, um, I asked that he he didn't know that I was going out with him just because he looked like David Bowie and I we got back to which, his which, which era David Bowie like like uh, um, modern love David Bowie right. and he I asked him to put on a David Bowie record he had hunky dory put on David, the record wow. and then he had cigarettes because he was a smoker and I said you probably have to smoke right now right? And he was like what no no he was very dumb he was very very dumb um <laughs> It's not a proud moment, but I asked if he could smoke a cigarette while while making holding love a, to me <laughs> and holding a glass ball in the other hand, <laughs> and yeah. asking you or telling you that you remind him of the babe. Yeah, <laughs> what babe? What babe? Sarah. Um. Oh my God! Hundredth anniversary uh, episode guest David Bowie's here. Wow. Aaron. Aaron, I'm here because you asked me to be, Aaron. Jareth, I, uh, wait, my wait, fiance's so here. So when, when David Bowie comes out... Shut up! All right. His name is David. 
I'd like to make love to you oh. while smoking and eating a cake. <laughs> no, I'll offer no, no, you no, bites no. of crumbs and saucers. No. I'm a now. musician. I don't have to write well. I Dan, just... Dan, you have not returned your books on time. <laughs> are, you, are, you calling Dave, are you calling David Bowie Dan now? I'm confused. No. Yeah, she's, oh. she's countering with... Oh, I you see. You have not right. returned your books on time. Ugh, these stockings make my, my shoes slide off. Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> so embarrassing. Make my shoes slide off. <laughs> <laughs> Can I hit pause on this? On this? <laughs> that's like, that's like the, the equivalent of just in a regular porn, uh, 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 an actor saying like, God, my vagina is so penis-shaped. It's like, it's like an inverted I, penis. Like one would just fit in like a... I mean, Dan, I've never seen any of these. I've never seen any of these videos. Can we, can we just attempt the talking version of this? Yeah, but, well, but, I don't watch it for do, the talking. Is there... In, in, in your shoe play video, in your, in your average... Like just just run of the mill work a day shoe play film or scene. I mean, there's no such thing. If it's like like like, like there's oh a, uh, oh, oh uh, Krippendorf's tribe. Krippendorf's tribe. No, I mean, I mean, <laughs> there's no the, there's no run of the mill. The, the Casablanca. There's like a lot of there's Remember like you were, you were telling me once about a pantyhose video and you said we both knew that they were called challenges. <laughs> you, okay, you were cleaning out my shit and you found a VHS tape and it said, like, Summer's Pantyhose Challenge. Yeah, I found like one. I found one. Uh, all right. You, I, I, found, I found one with many other friends. There was, you know, Christina's Pantyhose you were, Challenge. But you were, you were like, look, I, I, I knew when I was cleaning up stuff, I'd find stuff. Uh, I'm not here to judge you, make you feel awkward in front of 200 people or anything like that like you said all that and then he said but for my own edification because there's no such thing as a VCR anymore could you please tell me what it, what does that mean what Summer's is the challenge what is the challenge and, and I said I think that it, just, it just means like, how, how, how many pair can she put on in, in, in one video and then you started laughing and I was, I was like yeah it is ridiculous the idea that it's a challenge but then I found out like 45 minutes later that the whole time you thought that meant all over each other, like, like yeah. she, that she was just like had these giant legs. Like, like, number fifty-eight. <laughs> Look was, at me. I, she I, was on that's incredible. I, I had continued cleaning, and I came back in, and I was like, I could do that. I mean, how many? I was like, what was the most? You, know, like, <laughs> you saw the word challenge. That's your fetish. It's competitiveness. You're like challenge, challenge. I'll win that. <laughs> Uh, anyways. Yeah. Is there dialogue in a shoe play video? I mean, or is it all from the table I mean, down, it depends or? on what you're talking about. Like, like there's they, a million, I've been, I'm 41 years old. I predate the internet. There's, I have, I have seen, there's, 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 there's candid stuff where it's like actual creepy, like, like, I'm on a train and here's like, there's a, a woman, a seat ahead of me and she was, she was heel popping, dipping or whatever. You, there's people that have websites or there's videos like that. Then there's. Do people like their shoes or hate them? What? <laughs> I mean, in, in the video, videos. no, there's no narrative. There's no Bruce Banner of heel popping that's like, oh, these, if only I could find out how to get these shoes off or the shoes are. The, the, I think the whole thing comes from like a probably there's probably the root of the tree that has to do with leg and foot fetishry. I don't want to offend anybody who 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 shares this stuff, but but I would I would hazard a guess that there's a, there's a there's a root among that tree. There's a trunk of that tree that has a little bit to do with self loathing and uh, you know more 
voyeurism and less intimacy. Uh, just to like, 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 like maybe little kids playing under the table with their Matchbox cars when it, 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 that were raised in the 70s and 80s, uh, who, whose first sexual thought happened at the same time as like, you know, just looking at a woman's uh, uh, fully clothed uh, legs, as, as opposed to like. I just want to know if there's, if there's women out there like wishing there were more videos of men like like crock dipping, you know, or like like like. like <laughs> I mean, this is right, like boot sliding. For this for this audience, <laughs> as as soon as you were to say anything gender specific, somebody's some there's somebody that's going to be the exception. There's always and it's like like we're trying to learn not to draw these gigantic circles, but. The conventional wisdom has it that uh, men are a lot more visually, like like we're we're a lot more uh, 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 given to this thing called fetishes that are visual because there's something that's more like like, like we're more able to associate imagery with that, go, that goes right to our libido and and women aren't like that. I don't know if that's uh, 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 passe now. If that's like just something that we've become that we became accustomed to thinking about men and women in the seventies and eighties or nineties, and now we're starting to actually second guess that. I know for sure there's always going to be somebody that's going to stand up and go, "I'm I'm 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 a woman and I'm totally visually stimulated," and, and they're not going to be lying. But I also like it, 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 how can you have general conversations about sex? Remember that 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 Ray Fiennes movie? That guy? What's that guy? What did he find uh, out? He found out we're fucking insane we're all insane you're because none of us talk about sex with each other so we don't uh we, you know we have we, you guys ever watched porn together you, you and Aaron talking about Liam Neeson uh Liam Neeson right not Ray Fines. Well, Liam Neeson's here everybody for the 100th are you the kind of couple that will watch a little pop pop in the video and uh, watch a little porn together well in the way that Dan's established that his porn is just ladies that uh that have ca- that have like a ledger and <laughs> <laughs> No, no, we have never, we no, have never watched, we have never watched, we have never watched porn together. <laughs> we've never watched porn. Never watched porn together. <laughs> there was, uh, do you watch porn with your girlfriend? No. <laughs> I don't know what kind of, and I, I, I think it's, I think it's great when couples do. Uh, uh, I think it's great. Uh, <laughs> I, I, should really, I don't, uh, I don't care whether or not they do. I think, I think if they do, I think that's, I think that's. Did I, I don't know if I talked about it when I did your. Uh, this feels terrible, but I dated a girl a long time ago, and she brought home. We dated for like, like forty five minutes, I think. And uh, but she brought home some porn, and she wanted. She's like, she. I've never watched porn with a guy before. I was like, let's, I went to the, I went to a video store, bought some porn, and one of the titles was. Let's play pussy darts. <laughs> How do you win? How do you win? How do you win? That's Aaron's next question. <laughs> How did they know who won? I'm assuming that's the guy saying it to the woman. Like, wait, wait, am I the dartboard? That's the worst. Let's play. Oh, I was, it's just a euphemism. Finish, like, I, I was actually trying to picture. I think, like, and also, they probably I, started playing, and then they got caught up in the moment, and they didn't finish. <laughs> Let's play. I've been misled by these titles before. We'll never know who's the best at pussy darts. You know, you know what bums me out is the new, the, the new <laughs> thing in the 21st century, the new uh, porn thing where. They don't. They don't. They're not. They don't have to come up with uh, pun titles anymore when they do the flint bones and the robocock and stuff. Like now it's now it's just they, they now it's just like, like like the new thing is it just says like you know uh, XXX Brady Bunch or this is not uh, uh, Flash Gordon. I don't know what the fuck Godzilla Godzilla the porn version. Like the titles aren't clever anymore. Godzilla. 
the porn version. Wait, are the pussy darts in that movie just penises? I didn't watch the movie. <laughs> I think pussy, dar- pussy darts must be just a euphemism for regular old missionary uh, sex. And I will forever Sorry. call penises it's pussy darts. <laughs> It's Look at a, all the pussy darts. Everyone, everyone can always feel like a winner. Yeah, it's like like, like bullseye well, and again. Then, but then, but then women are just just have targets. <laughs> so then it's a bummer. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, let's, let, we got let's get Spencer up here for for this conversation. Hundredth episode, Spencer. He's a hundred times the Spencer. Spencer combed his beard 100 times. What's up, you guys? Hey. Pussy darts. Yeah. Spencer and I have watched porn together, though. I throw them. Yeah. <laughs> you throw a pussy dart once in a while? I guess. I guess that's what I said, yeah. <laughs> at the end of that movie, does the woman uh, look at the guy slash the camera and say, nice grouping? <laughs> or... or the camera, just, the camera just pans out or pulls back, and it's just a bunch of penises, like, like kind of, somewhere like on, on, like on our stomach, like yeah. there's a bunch of misses somewhere in the yeah. bed. <laughs> that one's a redo. They just shake hands at the end and say, good game. Yeah. <laughs> it all takes place in a pub. There's a chalkboard off to the side. I told I told I told you the thing that some of, this is this is uh, second hand, but it's not like anyone's not going to believe me because it's not, but like so somehow the topic of porn came up, and then somehow and then from there the topic of these gangbang videos came up where there's a, there's this, you know there's these gangbang videos where it, it's like like it's just like the, let's set the record, let's make sure the mo- most the, the most men ever can have sex with this one woman, and it's very like. You know, it's it's just she's Noble. on a, she's on a vinyl ottoman and 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 it's just like a, a warehouse full of men and it's it's it couldn't be less sexual if you made it just the weather. Uh, it, it, um, but it's like 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 then the to, the top of the DVD case would say like 150 or 200. You know, they're like trying to like it's like an arms race. The um, there, somebody was talking about one of those videos that they saw. And it's just men. What, what, like, uh, what, who was this person? I can't. I can't even remember. All, all I remember. Oh, it's your ex-girlfriend, uh, Juju. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Juju. All I remember Julie, is the punchline. Julie, Let's not get Julie. too distracted by all the particulars. I just because the punchline's not even that good. But I just like the guy. They were talking about those videos where there's just like these lines of guys, and then you can see like like the, you can see a guy like two friends. Uh, and uh, yes, race is important to this story. One of them was white and one of them was black, and they were like whispering to each other and 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 giggling. And then they both got into the line and came up. And then the the black guy went went first, and he he finished. Uh, and then his white friend that you could see off camera, like 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 out of focus, like giggling with him. Uh, then th- then then ran up as his black friend uh, uh, went away and 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 announced in a kind of stilted like nervous like this is what we agreed we'd do said, voice said uh, you've had the chocolate now here comes the milk no. <laughs> and it was like I was like wait a minute what and it's like like, like, like I have five hundred questions like, like 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 what is it why is that the dichotomy wait what he's 
Dan? Is his skin the chocolate? Because his cum looks like milk, and so does yours, and that 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 should have made you realize that race is a fuck is an artificial construct. While you were gangbanging, this woman. This, well, how about class systems and fucking misogyny? What, what, are you, what are you trying to break down the wrong barriers here, man? These these guys were only thirty in line. If they had if they had been two hundred or so, they would have had time to kind of workshop that. They would have had some, something gonna, about. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. No, 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 no. We can punch that. We, we can punch that up. There's oh, there's right. there's there's milk in both of you. Work with that. If you want to focus on the color of his skin, like there's got to be some kind of right Oreo M and M. I don't know what. I'm not going to think about it because I'm not racist. I care about this lovely young lady who, who, who only committed the crime of staying up past curfew. Uh, you know, her dad's wondering where she is. Here comes the milk. You've had the chocolate. Here comes the... I mean, he should have just said white chocolate, I guess. I don't know what he should have... He should have been at home uh, thinking of uh, ways to... He should have said, all government is a lie. I mean, that's your... This is your one chance to be heard. (laughs) Property is theft. (laughs) Silence is consent. (laughs) We've all been marginalized by the military-industrial complex to believe that we're participating in a democratic system, but revolution doesn't happen in a curtain booth if voting was powerful and illegal. Ah! He just gave you liberty. Now I'm going to give you death. <laughs> no, that's weird. That's, that's bad. That's bad. Uh, and, and silence's consent is complicated. <laughs> I, that one I just, yeah, that was just in a drawer of uh, aphorisms about uh, just how do they? How do they find... I feel like Spencer might know this, and that because... Oh, I'm, yeah. Not for any good reason. But you, but you know fun I'll facts like this. I'll take it from here. How do you... <laughs> oh. No, what? Spencer After Dark. What's the question? Um, in a gangbang video. How do you... Where, how do they... How do they get all those guys, do you think? Like, why do you, there, why do you suppose Spencer right? would know this? Well, because, you know, Spencer... Spencer knows how people, know you know, yeah. message board you've, each other. You've and been in the Tarzana it. area. You've, you've, brought, you've been approached by one of these vans that's where they're, they're, you've seen, like, eight dudes uh, kind of huddled up in the back, and there's the drivers going, hey, you want to be in a porno? Oh. Usually when there's eight dudes in a van, they're selling vacuum cleaners. No. Wait, what? Those that's, are just, they, those are just a, ladies. Why, why does it take eight guys to sell a vacuum cleaner? It's a very rigorous process. That's your no, first mistake, Jeff. It takes eight guys to sell eight vacuum cleaners. Oh, shit. I'm the Alec Baldwin of this <laughs> vacuum cleaner company and this David Mamet play called Suck and Profit. Always be sucking. <laughs> Has anyone ever seen a poster that's like gangbang this Thursday? Please come if clean. I think there's a lot of like porn insiders, right? Like it's a whole industry. Like, yeah, they yeah, probably I have think, a lot I think, of buddies I think it is a whole stuff. <laughs> you know, they just do it. I mean, but probably. those giant gangbangs, those guys aren't all professionals. Those are those are the roommates and neighbors of yeah, the guys I mean, that for are like professional. That, have you guys ever gone to Sardo's for, uh, for porn star karaoke up in the valley? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Half our audience. <laughs> Yeah, I went there once. It was, uh, I, it was a long time ago, and I didn't know that's what it was. I went to meet some friends. Like, oh, this is porn star karaoke. I'm like, what do you mean? And it's, it's all these are mostly porn stars, and there was little like little leaflets, little flyers on each table, and it didn't. It, it, it almost had the drawing of two people fucking, like 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 a walk, don't walk, like stick, stick people. It didn't. It didn't go that far, but it said like, please 
I think they had like 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 a, like a like a clip art thing of people kissing or maybe like bent over and fucking. But it said like, please do uh, do not have sex in the neighbors' yards. Which was like, we've had a lot of complaints. Like, like, like this is we know karaoke, the, people. Yeah, we know the phrase "porn star karaoke" could possibly mean, "Hey, try fucking, <laughs> give it a shot." I think these these porn stars they just get together and they all just they all just find a bush and they all just start doing it. Wait, do they sing? Huh? Oh yeah, they get up there and they sing. Yeah, yeah. I know that this turnaround bright oh, eyes and all kinds of shit. Man. All right, that was all confusing. Hey, Spencer, so Spencer and I were driving. Spencer, uh, like, kind of drives me around a lot. It's cool. Because <laughs> I found out through the Uber revolution, I really don't like driving. And then after Uber got lame, uh, uh, I, uh, I just realized, well, Spencer's on the payroll. I could pay for his mileage, and he could come pick me up for work. Where am I going, you know? So, I, like, I really just like being driven around. It's and, fun. So we were driving... And uh, there was this guy picking his nose next to us. <laughs> Have we discussed this? I don't think this was maybe so a little. There's a guy picking his nose. And say, hey, look at that guy's picking his nose. Which and, and by the way, I, is everybody using their pinky? Because <laughs> I, 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 I know this is going to freak people out. Like when I said that I wipe standing up, uh, but uh, <laughs> you, you still wipe standing up? <laughs> yeah, I didn't change because I found out that. <laughs> Like everyone does this other thing for forty years. Like I, I'm fucking like, if there's one thing, I'll never get over that. I'll never. I, ever I, get I, over I, that. I know. I mean, I know. I looked it up now, and I'm like, oh shit. Like forty percent of the public wipes standing up. What? So, so yeah, and we're Not human 40. beings. Yeah, and we're among you. Forty. That's according to the statistics. When you, when you wipe standing up, do you sway back and forth ever? Yeah, like I, I sing That's a little song. That's what I imagine as like, like a little, I'm a little baby cloud like. baby <laughs> making my poop. It's gotta get it out of my cloud cloud do poop. Um, so, so listen, I'm not gonna make and, any and, more friends. And you pick your nose with your pinky. I pick my nose with my thumb. Well, I, I, I also right. do. I also I pick my nose with my thumb. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I use every finger at my disposal. I don't know how I would use a pinky. That, to me, that would be like, to like, like trying to open my, uh, like, like, like use my foot to uh, put my car key in. I don't know. I use my thumb because then you have a shield. Yeah. Well, I'm doing it right now. Oh, what's the that's shield? what you've been doing every time you do that? Wait, I what's the shield in this equation? Uh, in this in this equation, my the shield is my fingers. Oh, so they block vision. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I got that's you. Just, that's just what I. Do. I thought you meant that your thumb had a shield on it. <laughs> and I was like, like a thumbnail. All fingers have that. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I'm, yeah, sorry. I'm talking about my. So there was yeah, a no, guy picking it. his nose in the car next to our car, right. and I was like, "Hey, guy picking his nose." I don't know, and, and, he, and he was clearly like like somebody. When you see somebody picking their nose on the on the on the road in the car next to you, like they're they're they're. It's not like it's either one or the other. Either you'd see someone that's not willing to pick their nose in a car next to you, or you're seeing someone that is totally willing, and they're not really. They don't care about shields. They're they've. You're seeing what they're doing because they don't give a fuck. And 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 I, I've always been curious about that, and I'm sure so has Seinfeld. Uh, but uh, I, 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 come on out. But hey, what's up with your hundredth episode? Um, So, so, uh, so I say to Spencer, like, a guy picking his nose is weird. I I say that stuff, and then Spencer says, like, I don't, I don't care. 
Like, those are the people I would pick my nose in front of strangers on the road. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> and I said, and I heard myself say it, and then I realized, fuck, I'm really fucked up. It was like, I would pick my nose in front of people I knew way before I would pick my nose in front of someone that I would never see again in my life. Because their opinion is what really matters. And I was like, wow, I have, like, syphilis of the soul. <laughs> I would tend to feel the same way that Spencer does, but I wonder if maybe that the way that you feel makes you a better person, Dan, because you, you want to respect the people that you know. But I agree. I've done grosser things like around people that I don't know than people that I do but know. But wait, do you, you're, I want to respect the people that I do know? No, I, I'm... No, he's willing to gross no, the people yeah, and, and disrespect the people that you do know, <laughs> right. I guess. But like you're less worried about the... Well, wait. I feel like each person is like a character that's like... Like, like, I feel like, I feel like I have a hundred tries with Jeff to be a decent person. And I, if I, if I, if I, if a stranger, like, that's why I'm always like really freaked out in public about like, you know, just like, you know, people like, you know, in the next booth over. Oh, you're right. You are, you're a worse person. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like those people, like, I'm like. I'm like yeah, you really care about their opinion. Like, yeah. they're God or something. Like, those are God's eyes because I'm yeah. never going to see them again. Yeah. Yeah, you'll yell at me, like, if I'm being too loud in public or, like, being too, like, you know, womanly. What? Or just, like, too, I don't know. I was trying to make a joke about you telling me what to do in public. But, like, but, but you do, you do care about the way that. But I don't know. It goes back and forth with you. Like when you took your flight with Dino a couple of days ago, you didn't care about the people around you. But then other times you I did, do, though. Like, That's why that was my worst nightmare. But I was just I was having a good time with Dino on the flight out to New York. And I knew I knew at the outset. And, and I had a witness this time because it was the, for the adult swim up front. So that guy, JJ, that has the had the grill in his teeth at the uh, <laughs> up fronts. That he was sure. sitting a couple rows back, and he was, and he came up to me at the difference. He said, "What the fuck did you do on that flight?" And I said, "I don't." I, we were laughing, we were having a good time. He's like, "God damn, I was watching the whole thing." I'm like, "They're not doing anything." Jesus, Dan Harmon can't not get into trouble. Like, 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 like people just don't like him. What, what happened? Well, just this, you know, flight attendant came and crouched down as uh, in the midst of Dino, and I just like. We are just being happy. And remember, remember, you know, remember our flight? Yeah, but we were shit. Kid. Well, we were... We, but, We've been but, in Vegas for 17 years, and we, like, should have left a long time before. We, 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 we looked like trouble, I believe. She came and squatted next to me, and she said, you see, you know, somebody, somebody asked me to tell you guys, could you please keep the volume down? You know, um, uh, uh, the, 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 I think that was the... That was the Someone's working. Gist of it. Well, like, then I think maybe that information came later, because I was just like, I just get devastated. I'm like, like, I'm I'm going from the height of my happiness, just having a great time. I'm laughing. I, were we the loudest people in 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 first class? Probably, if you're going to bother to chart it. But that that but that, like everyone else had headphones on. Like like it was a, like 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 we were we were also not being very loud, in my opinion. I'm pretty self conscious about this stuff because my worst nightmare is what happened, which always happens to me, which is this woman squatting down next to me and saying like. Could you guys like, pipe it down? You know, like you're fucking, you're bumming someone. Someone on this plane who will forever remain nameless and faceless wishes you would fucking die and go to hell. Um, and 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 then just oh okay. And then for, I can't go from ha, 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 I'm having a good time, I love my life to ha, 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 I'm having kind of a good time. Ninety percent. I'm gonna go from that to fucking I want to slash my wrists. I mean, I hate it when people say that they're going to play devil's advocate, but I'm gonna play devil's advocate. You just said that that happened. This happens to you all the time yes 
are you maybe the common denominator in this? Like, this happens to you all the time. Do you think that just the world is against you? Wait, do you perceive... Well, you you tell me. You've been with me for three years. Do you perceive me as a loud person in public? No, I don't. I'm just going... If I told you that I get get chastised a lot in public by, by... And I get stared at a lot in public. And, like, if I told you... Like how many times per year someone in a restaurant like like stops what they're doing and leans over their booth and says like excuse me I'm I'm listening to what you're saying and it's 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 uh, I, you know I I myself am in an improv troupe and uh, <laughs> it's a good it's a it was a helpful workshop for me and I don't think it's fair to say it's just like the thing you said that really how often does that happen to you per year if I told you six times per year for me would you go like okay something's weird or would you just I mean. I mean, am I, uh, what, what, what did I ever do? I'm just telling you, it just happens to me all the time. And do you I'm guys remember you, when we were in Scotland, did we talk about this? We went to the, uh, my girlfriend's from a small town called South Queens Ferry. I went to this uh, little museum and, uh, on the high street, this small street. <laughs> oh, no, and we had gone to a pub. We had, we'd woken up. It's like, we're going to go to pub crawl. There's seven bars along the street. And we're going to start at one end. And we're going to do all the pubs. And we did them all. And it was great fun. And it's a cute little quaint street. It has, it's unchanged for hundreds of years. Very quiet and quaint and, and cutesy. And it's, it's like pub, antique shop, pub, pub, antique shop, restaurant, pub. And there's a little uh, museum, tiny little two-story affair. We go up there, and there's a little old lady who looks like the librarian in Ghostbusters, and she's on a typewriter. <laughs> and she's like, she's just like quiet and not talking. And Dan goes, I gotta go pee. So he's like, you go, you go, as far as I know, you go off to look for a, a restroom. And then you're gone for like 15, 20 minutes. And Aaron's like, where's Dan? And we're like, I don't know. And, and, and then we found out that there was no restroom rest in the museum. So Dan had gone elsewhere. So Aaron says, I'm going to go look for him. So Kate and I are upstairs with the, with the little cute little old lady on a typewriter, which is amazing. And uh, it's graveyard silence midday along <laughs> South Queens Ferry High Street. And then I just hear, Dan! <laughs> what are you doing? I lost my wallet! Get over here! Get back here. I lost my mom. What are you doing? I was like, you guys, you couldn't have been far enough away that you couldn't have walked and had that conversation. And, yeah. and, and, and the little old lady turns up and she goes, did he just say he lost his wallet? I said, we all heard it. <laughs> and it's, 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 the, the, the whole city <laughs> I heard could, this conversation. I, I, I couldn't, I was standing outside a bar that I had attained special permission to walk out of because there was no cell phone coverage. I hadn't paid for my drink because Aaron had my wallet. I had ah. I had bought a drink. As I always do. I had bought a I had bought a drink. The story is that on the street, no cell phone coverage. I had bought a drink because I felt ba- like a homeless person using their bathroom. I didn't know if they, I don't know if things were like you know if that was a transcultural thing, but I felt very <laughs> awkward walking in and using a place's bathroom and then walking out. So I went to the bar, ordered a pint. Used their bathroom, came back, couldn't pay for the pint. My phone has, I can't text Aaron. The phone has no coverage. And then I, so I go, I explain the whole thing to this poor woman who's like, did not buy a ticket to that ride. <laughs> and, uh, but, and, but now everyone's like eyeing me because it's like American Werewolf in London. Like, I, I just like, I, I'm just like this like guy that's got this fucking story. And I'm like, I'm just going to step outside. I just uh, cell phone coverage. I just, I know I, I can't pay for the drink now. And it's, it's like, I just seem like a very suspicious character at this and point. And I see you walking out of the, the, pub and I'm just waving at so you. So I'm like, tethered to this us. place by virtue of financial accountability. 
I have told, I have made a big deal out of, if I make a break for it, grab the pitchforks. So I'm like staying with, so I'm just like, like, and there's Aaron and she just keeps, she's, she's tethered by outrage. The Burry Man. uh, I really wanted to to a museum and and is just screaming at me and I'm screaming at her and that's what you heard. (laughs) Yeah. Oh God. So the next day, so Dan comes back, we find out he had to go back to all the bars we went to that day to find his wallet. I never lost my wallet. No, I thought you did lose your wallet. No. No, I had. Well, he, had he had given me his wallet. I was oh, holding onto okay. his wallet. He went to the pub. He came outside. I didn't but know wait, where he went. We were about to just hear a weird. Oh, what was no, the story no, going to be? Actually, I. So, I, I and then I, we met a man with a red hat. No, I, I thought. I thought. I thought you'd actually lost your wallet. And you went to go. And you actually had to go look for your wallet after that. But you'd had it in your purse. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, he had given yeah, me his yeah. his his wallet because. Okay. For, for some reason. And then the, yeah. So there is this, this moment when Dan and I are a hundred yards away from each other and I'm in the most angry way possible waving and yelling because I really wanted him to see. My reason was dumber than his because I was like, you have to see this exhibit. I really at the I wanted him to see the Burry Man, yeah. And so I was screaming, "The Burry Man is here!" Which must have been even weirder for the museum lady because she's like, "No one has ever been this excited about that." Yeah, no also, no one's ever been in that museum before. Yeah, but Dan was. Well, someone was in there and took a piss and had some cats with him. Dan was fuming on the other side. Uh, so based anyway, on, based I, on the I smell, guess, I was just like, it did smell like a cat peed in there, like, or somebody. Yeah. I uh, think I think the difference is that you, nobly so, this is something I admire about you, Dan, is that like you have a lower tolerance for people like strangers trying to, like, get their own fun out by telling people to stop doing stuff. And I'm more I'm more willing to be like, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I've I fucked up. But you stand up for yourself and for the people you're with. Well, I could, I, yeah, I don't know. I couldn't decode that, but I just, I'm, I'm terrified. I'm terrified of strangers in general. So I get more mad at them when they, when they fuck with other strangers. I, I get, I, I, I do, I tend to do what they say over my own best friends. Like, I'll just go like, fuck it. It's not worth it. This total stranger is being high maintenance. Let them have their high maintenance moment. Don't let this moment be about us in a bumper car ramming into them. Don't don't give them that story. Let them be this ignorant, blustery person that's just speeding through our lives, path of least resistance, Taoism. Let them through, and 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 so sometimes that ends up with me like 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 like, like actually like being more respectful to total strangers than to the people closest to me. <laughs> what what you, you you just spent the last eight seconds of me talking making these weird plastic man faces like you're like you're turbo teen you're gonna turn into a car and now now what what were you going to say um I don't know I guess I disagree <laughs> you all. disagree with what I was just saying I do yeah you disagree that I have respect for no I think you're respect for other people but I haven't seen this behavior that you're talking about this like that do, Jeff, oh do you're you talking about when I get mad at like bouncers bartenders waiters <laughs> threshold guardians parasites okay, people okay. who are those people don't count I understand what you're saying. You're you're thinking of specific stuff. These people are are a blight. Uh, like, like they they uh, pe- people who have put themselves in a station where they have decided to lord over one little section of earth and make everyone else miserable. Yeah, I don't uh, like like those people tried to keep my dad poor. <laughs> okay, all right, I gotcha. I think it's fair to make them feel bad about themselves. 
<laughs> Flight attendants. Waiters. DMV clerks. Yeah, but cops. Pedestrians. On, on our flight, lawyers. On our flight, you and I were pretty incensed about the fact because we thought we were having just a good old time. We weren't like barfing and stumbling down the aisles. We got in our seats on a Southwest flight from Vegas back to L.A., and yeah, we were drunk, but we—I I didn't think that we were causing any trouble. We were giggling like mad, but like it's a flight back from Vegas. Like that's, I've, I've done that flight a million times. Everybody's a little bit drunk, and everyone's giggling and whatnot. And the flight attendant came up to us, or was it the fucking pilot? Like, like, like somebody, <laughs> so, so somebody with some fucking epaulets came over and came over like, you, "You guys good?" Yeah, it was the flight attendant first, right? The flight attendant came over first. I think we told the story already. Yeah. But the flight attendant came over first and said, "Okay, would you got would you guys like something to drink?" Asked us that, and then I said, "Like, oh, do you have a, a kettle one uh, vodka?" Uh, she's like, "No, we don't." I said, "Well, then whatever whatever vodka you have, and then you ordered something." She's like, "Okay, well, it's, have you guys already been drinking though a little bit?" Like she she like led us rude. down this canal. That's so rude. It was so fucking rude. We had to like adjust the citrus and fucking like in our mind, like she conjured images of cocktails in our thought balloons like we were Mario and Luigi trying to grab a fucking magic hamburger and and then poof made it go away and said like uh, yeah you're drunks fuck off and we were, and we were, and, and then she, and then she was like so can I get you a soda or anything like that and I was like no no I was like I kind of chastened and just felt bad and and, and, then, and then so she, and then she walked away five minutes later some dude comes up I think it was just another flight attendant yeah. but it was like she was like in the front of the plane maybe going like <laughs> like like now her sensitivity is an issue. Like, like, like now she feels like chastened. So, he, also, so he came back and said, but, "But we made a joke when she walked away. We, it wasn't like, uh, ooh, it was like we have a bomb on the plane. We didn't do that. But we said, it's like, like we kind of went like, ooh, like, 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 like we, we, we did crack wise as she was walking away. I think we gathered up with little shards of our integrity, fucking like cradled them in our little pathetic palms." In a post 9 11 world where these bureaucrats are newly empowered, and it's like, like, it was a fucking worst, man. We didn't do anything wrong, and I never do anything wrong. And anyone that says I do is, a, is, the, is an enemy of, of, of the people. And, and, and the people don't include anyone in the service industry. Uh, all right, anyways, uh, it'll be in my blog. Uh, I don't. I, I, okay, I don't know. I don't have any rules. I just think strange, strange, strangers' opinions are important to me. I don't know why. It's like, like that's the weird thing. The the the, I, the isolating weird thing. The scientific experiment of the car next to you, is a is a unique one because as Spencer pointed out, you're literally never going to see those people ever again. And there are some people who are liberated by that enough that they'll just jam their pinky up their nose. Well, they idly stare by. There are some people who are just like fuck with you, like look over at you and like like make weird faces. So like they're kind of like they're like, hey, it's like an aquarium. Like, like what? A, I, I, I and I struggled through the logic of it. I was like, well, we're on Los Feliz Boulevard. I mean, these people take the same route. And I was like, no, I don't really think I'm ever going to see these people again. Their opinion is valuable to me precisely because I am never going to see them again. Strangers. That's why I sit on Twitter and and people go like, I love you, thank you, thank you so much. Uh, uh, six seasons and I was thinking about it. And then the one person goes like you douche and I, and I go all right stop it everybody stop what's your name <laughs> Samantha Samantha what the fuck what makes me a douche I want to know what makes me a douche you tell me you tell everybody step right up everybody the douche detectors here please for your enjoyment planet earth I present to you Samantha the douche expert oh, what was your first inclination that I was a douche uh, I, I just I just uh, was bored oh you were bored were you 
And then, and then everyone else is always like, how come you never just say thanks when I say I love you? Is it because you hate me for loving you? No, I just like, I, I, I like, 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 what is that? What is this? Is a fucking like, there's a dead pixel on my screen. I gotta fix it. Every, every person you contact is like a, you're running your fingers. Your, so li- you, your life is running your fingers over this harp. The billion strings. What if, what if you found out that someone who was nice to you on Twitter was a server or a bartender or a? I was being glib about flighter. that. Are you care. saying, Dan, that you that you like you feel more defined by the opinions of like of anonymous people, strangers, than the people that you're close to, like, you're, like friends, family, like? Yeah, because like, it's like the backscatter machine. Like, are you trusting the uh, the waves that are being objective and moving through your body uh, and probably giving you cancer. Um, I, 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 like, like when we x-ray ourselves, when we take measurements of ourselves, we trust the strangers among the particles and things. We don't trust the things that are stuck to us. We don't, we don't define our... We, we, when we measure things, we seek objectivity. So you say so friends can't the friends' opinions of you can't be valid because they're they're, they're too subjective. Well, they've, yeah, they've entered into a relationship with you. They have a covalent bond now. Their electrons are are, are sharing orbits. And well, things. and I think in your ideal world, your family would be just every stranger that you met. But then the second that you had a conversation with them, then they would drop away. They would just fall away, right? Well, I hope not. Because I mean, you're not close to your family. Yeah, but they, I mean, you got to ask them about that. <laughs> they waited on me once, and they brought me a lot of wrong water. <laughs> wrong water. water. <laughs> it was ice. <laughs> yeah, it was solid. What's, what's, what's up with that? Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, well, I'm, I mean, you, your reactions to what I'm telling you guys in a confessional state almost sounds uh, subjective well no uh, persecutorial like like you guys are not only just seeking information you're actually trying to get me to feel something about this I I think we're trying to get to the bottom of it but I I do think that you you perceive uh, any kind of probing question as as persecution sometimes I feel like I think you, you you feel accusation when there isn't one sometimes I'm definitely yeah I'm definitely erring on the side of people wanting me to change when I'm talking to them uh well I mean we we love you it's it's all it's all nice we just talk a man <laughs> we just chatting. I mean, it is funny. The the, the like I. <laughs> or, uh, you look so the, bummed out right now. You look really. I mean, really... the, the speech that you made about like strangers and stuff was confusing to me. I don't want you to feel bad or change or whatever. But like the, your perception of the way that you interact with the world is is uh, this is great. It's great. <laughs> it's certainly very different than me because I don't give a fuck about strangers. I don't care about anybody I don't know that thinks about me. I mean, I mean, I mean, not 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 completely, but like you know, but like like if, like some, someone I don't know, like eh, fuck, I don't give a shit. I would, def- I definitely would would chart my course by people that I'm close to and people whose opinions I respect, like that people that I've like I'm closer to. Like I really don't give much of a fuck about like the, I mean, yeah, like, you're not. I don't know. I, I, I think I've said one of the things I really appreciate about you is I feel like you're less stressed out about getting the approval of strangers and small moments like that. Like I know, like I I don't know. I we're all we're all saying the opposite thing every other sentence, and between the three of us, our behavior is virtually identical. And I feel like if I just said what you guys say instead of what I say, that you wouldn't be able to. 
I, I, it's not that different. Like I'm you not guys trying are like, to bring you down. But you guys I guess are a the standard, difference I just, is that like I with bartenders and so, like I've been a server and I've been a thing and a thing. So I have a certain sensitivity to people who are waiting on me that and I and I and not that you're insensitive because you're not. You're not an insensitive person. You're you're a very very kind wonderful person. But like we have a different idea of like what it is to be like mean to a server or a bartender or a flight attendant or whatever. I feel like you're you're quicker to dislike one of those people than I am and maybe I'm more prejudiced than you are. And I maybe I, you're doing the right thing. I'm 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 quicker to dislike but you're more prejudiced. I mean, more like I'm more. Uh, this is biased. the most boring. Like, like, yeah, I know, I know, I know. I, it's I know. like 60 minutes if it was about nothing, uh, <laughs> except and, and also twice as long as 60 minutes. I apologize. Uh, I just don't want you to no, think, think that I, you're I, being attacked. I think, I think it was about something. It. We kind of we kind of fell off of it a little. Uh, yeah, but it was. Uh, like, Let's talk about gender. To the to the extent that. It, <laughs> To the extent that it has the possibility of getting specific, it feels like we're getting caught up in these general semantics. Where if I go like, I'm more, I'm more concerned with strangers' opinions than I am with the people closest to me. Yeah. Like that's a very, that's a very intimate, interesting thing to delve into. That's not true at all. What, what, what do you mean that's not true? Well, that one thing, and it's like we're, now we're just back out into static. Like it's not. Now we're talking about nothing. Uh, well, I, sorry, sorry. I had a reaction to it. I'm sorry. Uh, you, uh, but your reaction to it was was disbelief. You thought I was lying. Well, do you really want to talk about this more? I thought you want to move on from this. <laughs> I like I would talk about it later. I don't, yes, it's disbelief. I have a different different perception, but I it's silly. Sorry, right. sorry. I'm very sorry. Okay, I always have, I always feel like the things I say like I don't I never I'm no, like I'm, I can count on one hand the times that I'm thinking one thing and dece deceiving people. Let's talk about what saying. you said this morning at breakfast when you said I like uh, I like my race more than the other races. Let's go from there. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean that's just because we were eating cornflakes and, and it was a metaphor. It's crying in the corner because we. Yeah, well he's free to jump in. What? <laughs> what do you What do you want, Spencer? Um. Well. I just, I really got to go to the bathroom. Wow, a hundred episodes. I was going to go, but then I was like, don't want to miss my big moment. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be difficult. It's, I, I just know. really have to pee. Well, let's play a little D&D, shall we? Shall we play a little D&D? Well, let's, what? Can, can I get Adam Goldberg to read? Can I get oh, Adam oh, I, I to read the D and D thing while I go to the bathroom? Oh, 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 I'm sorry, I, I didn't hear you, Spencer. I didn't hear you say you had to. Pee. What I, if? That's what I want to have happen. Go pee. Go pee, Spencer. Can I get Adam to read the D and D? Spencer, go pee. If we if we had a wireless microphone, we could play P and P. They're out of paper towels. Oh, that would be great. Spencer could go in and describe his peeing. Emptying your bladder into the porcelain This is going to be great. This is going to be great. Spencer just handed over his his, his uh, D and D uh, game master monologue to Adam Goldberg, who has uh, appointed Seattle, himself. Seattle, twenty one oh four. It's a goof. It's a goof. It's a gag. Uh, should we get the music in? Wow. <laughs> Adam, 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 uh, uh, serious question, not, not, not joking. 
will you hear this audience kind of bristle and boo at, at the, at the at like when you when you kind of lay an egg like a, like a, a play on words that doesn't quite work yeah. or or simply coming up on stage un, 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 hang on hang on uh, kind of coming up on stage unheralded like when you when you hear that audience reaction like like Dan was saying that he is more uh, affected by strangers uh, than by people close up I'm the opposite of that I think you and I are opposites in many ways as well uh, no no, no I, I, again I'm not, I'm not being I'm not trying to be I'm not trying to be cute um, if I heard, if I walked up on stage seventeen thousand times or even three or two or maybe even one and I and I heard that reaction I would leave the country yeah but you there but needs you, to be a bad guy and I'm fine being a bad guy because I like my life I'm happy with who I am okay good yeah. and it's easy to have someone don't boom uh, I'm gonna get cheered ironically. But I'm saying, it, if it's got to be someone, I'd rather it be me than Aaron, who spends a lot of time on stage, or Dan, who's just shows about. I'd rather be like, oh, it's this guy, boo this guy. But you don't mind, you don't mind the boos, or that, like the, I, the, the, I know the, the, that they're not going to probably jump me. Shouldn't have said that sentence. <laughs> but but, but you, you're, you're not, you're not, you're not hurt or, or negatively it affected. It is what it is. It used to bother me. It doesn't anymore. But ideally, you'd probably rather people be. Yeah. Like, Spencer's back. Now, audience, what I just did was called stalling for time. Because I'm a goddamn showman and I worship you people. Let's do this fucking thing, Spencer. He didn't read it, huh? No. No, I, 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 I kept him talking like a, like a hostage negotiator. When we last met, our heroes had broken into Bill Mardigan's cigarette museum, hoping to steal up some cigarettes. But no sooner had they gotten inside than they encountered Bill Mardigan, the patron god of the city. A massive head of cigarettes! After some smooth talking, Sharpie Butzelot managed to convince Bill Mardigan to share his sacred smoke, which healed our party and cured their curses. Sharpie and Mulrain had to convince Bill Mardigan, <laughs> Bill Mardigan to help them find the Tarragon of Virtue, but the police arrived, forcing our heroes to escape through Wizbulb's magic bucket into a gnomish bathroom. Sharpie had to poop and did so with great gusto while Mo Moraine watched on. Quark left the room like a normal person and came upon a gnome, a gnome named Flizdam, who was alarmed by the sudden trio shitting in his house. After a lengthy and flimsy explanation, the gnome was calmed down and revealed himself to be a member of a secret order of gnomes obsessed with discovering the floating Isle of Paradise. I'm so happy. Jesus Christ, I need to exercise. You, you just peed. You're dehydrated. And ran. I'm not dehydrated. But would Flizdam truly be able to aid the party? You're dehydrated, Spencer. I can see. Hopefully, we'll find out this time on Harmontown. <laughs> I think it's extra hot. I think it's a hot, hot summer uh, also, LA night. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just fat and gross because i keep thinking like i'm gonna wear a, a hoodie my... all the time because it's like there's a sweat rag on the back of my I, I, I keep i keep using my hood to like wipe the back of my gross neck if you didn't wear a hoodie you wouldn't be sweating that much well that's the that's the weird irony isn't it uh, i don't think it's irony i think it's just called mathematics yeah, it's not irony yeah it's uh yeah is there an opposite of irony is uh, total perfect congruence with expectation <laughs> I'm wearing a big hot sweater with a sweat flap on the back that I used to wipe my sweat off. Yeah. Sweat. I use my ponytail for that. Do you really? 
and to swat at flies. Is the ponytail is the, is the ponytail absorbent enough to take sweat off of your neck? I don't know. No, it probably has the same hoodie effect that you were discussing earlier, which I would have brought up if you didn't bring it up, Jeff. If you didn't have long, long, luscious, flowing, gorgeous uh, romance novel cover hair, Spencer, what kind of haircut would you fancy? Or is it? Or, uh, I don't know. That's the reason why I have it like this. Is because yeah. I don't know what it would look like short. Anne Winthrop, Bob. Do you guys do you remember any of those things I said earlier? Yes. Uh, uh, so, are we in Flizdam's uh, like like apartment or house right yeah, now? Yeah, you're in his house. All right. So, Flizdam, you uh, you you work for a secret society of gnomes that want to find the Isle of Paradise. Yes, that's a good summation. <laughs> Thank you. I hate to be so expository, but uh, my friend just took a shit in your house, and we have a lot of explaining to do. Uh, it has to be done. Um, we need to get there because we, we seek the tarragon of virtue. We're, we're told that it, that it exists on the Isle of Paradise. Yeah, you know, I hear that's true. Is it, is it a side, Sidebar with my adventurers, and I will clean this up. Uh, <laughs> but a uh, handle. Uh, oh, it does? Yeah. I'll be damned. This is Bill Mardigan's Shit. son. You craft, crafty bastards. You've invented indoor plumbing. Uh, guys, uh, I use the flush to mask the sound of my voice. What, wasn't the point of the tarragon of virtue to remove the curses? Yeah, from, 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 uh, from uh, Christopher. Yeah, didn't we get that removed now? Oh, did we? Well, Christopher's is still on. Oh yeah, ours are, we're good, but Christopher. Oh, our soul-bound like uh, yeah, that smoky fell, uh, chain curses. He's still possessed by okay. demons. Sorry. Yeah. sorry about the sidebar. Uh, I yeah. light a match. Okay. <laughs> um, I walk back out and said, uh, "Look, uh, take us there. I can take you to a secret hideout." Ooh. Sure. It, yeah. Is it on the Isle of Paradise? No. Is it just your friend's restaurant and you get kickbacks? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's at the secret hideout? That's where we hang out and gather and talk about our exploits. Let's go to the secret hideout. Yeah, all right. If you really think we'll be welcome. Oh, yeah. You're with me. Flizdam. <laughs> you're, you're a lot, you're a lot cheerier uh, than you were a few minutes ago. I shook it off. Flizdam, what's your rank? Do you have a certain kind of standing in your society? I'd say, I mean, society, like... You're a gnome... I'm an acolyte. An acolyte. Yeah, it's an important... It's good. That's yeah. good, that's good. We should go. Okay, right, let's do it. Right. Later, at the secret hideout. You arrive at a building called the Burning Sycamore. It looks like a, a tree. It doesn't look like a flaming tree, though. It just looks like a tree. But it is flaming? No, it's called that, though. It's confusing. <laughs> so Flizdam, he knocks on the door and he goes, It is I, Flizdam, who seeks the no-smoking zone. Right. And uh, then he gives a series of complicated knocks on the door and it slides open. And just like that. <laughs> that didn't seem that complicated. That was kind of identical to have a dead bird... Uh, <laughs> dropped from <laughs> and you see stairs going up style <laughs> finally it's really weird nice. for a restaurant yeah. I guess okay so, so let's go and you're, you're sure it's cool that we're here oh yeah right, right let's the secret let's part makes us feel like intruders that's a good point remember actually remember when we were in that fish for so long yeah 
the InfiniFish. Yeah, that was ridiculous. What? <laughs> I thought it would take like maybe a couple of episodes. Whoa, Fliss, Fliss, Fliss Dam, Dam, you... how do you know about the InfiniFish? What are you talking about? Oh, uh, uh, Fliss Meta Flizzin. <laughs> So he goes up. He goes up the stairs. He goes up. And... I, I follow him. <laughs> he fo- he he leads you up these stairs into. It looks. It's pretty shitty. It looks like a like a treehouse. There's posters on the wall that that are maps that are crudely drawn, and you just see a bunch of old gnomes. It just looks kind of like a gnome bowling club or something. They're they're hanging out on these lounge chairs that are all old and messed up, and they're just talking. And some of them are holding these weird flutes of liquid. Hmm. It's probably a beverage. But um, <laughs> as, as Flizdam gets in, he introduces himself. He says, I am here. Flizdam I am. And um, everyone kind of looks at him. Uh-oh. And one of the guys speaks up. Hey, who are these guys? And oh. he looks at you. <sighs> mm, mm. I think we just realized we were taking Flizdam's word for it that he's totally cool here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are. Friends of uh, Flizdam and uh, gnomes in general. We're adventurers and we're seeking uh, help and passage to the Isle of Paradise. Well, you've come to the right place. May I have a flute of liquid? Sure. Flizdam, he brings you one. Thank you. He's like, you should tell him your names. I'm Quark. Hmm. I am Mulray and Sedata. Hmm? I'm Sharpie of Butzalot, oh. of the clan Butzalot. <laughs> Okay. Seeker of knowledge. Really? Wielder of belts. <laughs> Mother of dragons. <laughs> Breaker of chains. <laughs> Seer of supplicants. M- misser of tonight's episode. <laughs> H- hater of spoilers. <laughs> D- DVRer of, of it. Watcher of it later. <laughs> Recorder of it on Sunday. Nothing can be done about her. Everyone looks at you in silent judgment, and Flizdam, he speaks up. He's like, this is Grax, Thorax, Limpaw, Limtaw, Limsnaw, and our leader, Charles Hoffman. Nice. Charles Hoffman. Yep. We, we are but weary travelers and adventurers. Long have we seeked uh, a, a cure for our, our stricken friend uh, who is a curse laid upon him that only the tarragon of virtue may uh, allay and assuage. And if we are uh, seeking passage, are we, to the Isle of Paradise? Then you and I are of two minds, if I understood most of that, which I think I do, because we're gnomes, you and I. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, can, can I borrow a cigarette? Oh, yeah. You're a gnome, I bet you, you love jokes as much as I do. You know, you'd think that. But we here at the Seekers of Paradise seek a very particular kind of paradise that our people call the no-smoking zone. You see, we believe that smoking poisons our culture and our bodies, and we hope to seek a paradise free from the evils of smoke. It's unhealthy. Okay, I, I don't need a cigarette. I'm good. <laughs> that's that's very good to hear because right. you know. But you said that we're of two minds. Are you also uh, gonna gonna you know? Not sure what I said back there. <laughs> I think Ch- Ch- get all worked Char- up Ch- about Charles smoking. Hoffman was saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, so, yeah. So uh, about that tarragon. 
Yeah, you know, I'm sure it grows up there. Everyone says that, right? How do we get there, Charles Hoffman? Oh, well, that's I mean, you, the you best see, you, part. You seem like a guy that knows, because everyone else has given us the real dick around. Yeah, man. We've been searching it. You see, it goes around in the sky all over the place. It's hard to chart its position, but we've Fuck. uncovered a relic that we think could lead, lead us to paradise. What, hmm. what is that? We don't understand it. It's it's a stone tablet with strange markings, and we just we just can't decipher it. Maybe Sharpie, I, you read uh, strange uh, markings, don't you? Absolutely. I uh, I, I did a uh, semester at sea. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, can you show us this uh, tablet? You never know with us tall folk. Uh, <laughs> Uh, 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 up here higher than you guys we get exposed to different languages that's what I was hoping would happen because you see I have this this stone tablet here and I will present it to you if you could solve the riddle therein it looks like a Simon from the 80s I don't know what are you talking about what are the 80s huh I think the, the listener needs to know that, that, that Spencer's holding up his iPad and on it is... It's great uh, for the 100th episode of a podcast. Right. It's a... Uh, yeah, it's a... Uh, can you solve it? You guys seem so familiar I, with I reach this. over and I touch the red, uh, the red part of the Simon-looking thing. <laughs> <laughs> the tablet cracks into a hundred pieces. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a Simon. Yeah, I mean, and, in I its, and in its space, you see a magical rippling portal that threatens. It doesn't even threaten. It begins consuming everything what in the, the room. What the shit? It just looks like a game. If only we had been here when the game started. Yeah. Uh, it's like you just hit a random one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 25% chance. Yeah. So you feel yourselves being compelled into this portal oh. to who knows where. That's better be paradise. Mm. It's terrifying. It it hurts. In fact, you feel you feel pain. Uh, we wait. We wait to see what happens next. All right. Can I? Can I, can I, uh, I throw. I throw my rope around. Uh, Gross. I throw my rope around a sconce. Okay. And uh, tie the rope. I have the rope around my waist. And I throw it to Sharpie and and uh, Quirk, uh-huh. so as to anchor ourselves. You throw the rope, and uh, well, one of you has to catch it. Which one of you wants to catch it? I guess. Can we both? You could both try, I guess. But you you don't throw a rope at two people. That's weird. Right. Well, yeah, I do because I loop two loops. It's called a Mickey Mouse throw. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, that doesn't it. work. <laughs> Fair enough. Wasn't there a sconce? Yeah, that worked. Oh, okay. And Aaron is is holding on. I mean, Mulrain's holding on to this rope. But the rest. Let's be of you honest. Guys, it's been me the whole time. <laughs> but the rest of you guys, you guys take some damage as you guys feel yourself pulling into this portal. Uh, Quark, you take two, and what's your name, Sharpie? You take eight damage. Jesus Christ! I didn't know the goal was to get out of the portal. It seemed very transitional. Yeah. Well, it was very suctiony. Wow. And damagey. Am I still getting sucked? Yeah. You get sucked through the portal as uh, Mole Rain watches on, tied to a sconce. 100 episodes! <laughs> no one bought that. I wasn't trying to end the show or anything. Yeah, no. That, that, that was too thin. 
I just wanted to lace <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The we're, we're, we're building to uh, what I can only call a great 100 episode, episode ending. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In the next so couple minutes. So you guys minutes. get sucked through this portal then, right? Yeah. All right. The sound's up so high on this thing. There's ads from the Simon game. It was a Simon game. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, so I just hit the wrong. I just hit the wrong goddamn thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you should have pressed start. Yeah. You don't start with a color. That's crazy. <laughs> if the hey. game's already on, you hit. You hit no, the whole game is to Simon. Whatever is happening, nothing had happened yet. You had to press start. Oh. Well, look, the dice cast, motherfuckers. Flying, flying through the portal like a like a. Like one would fly through a portal. You get like Mario and Luigi in Mario and Luigi searching Dream for a magic team. hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for calling that up. <laughs> I wanted to say when Mario and Luigi searching for a magic hamburger. <laughs> that, would, that would be so ridiculous in the Mario Luigi universe. Like, oh, like. <laughs> I just want that to be a level. All right. <laughs> so, uh, so, so we're fast being sucked into the hideous vortex. Yeah, and you're sucked through, and now you find yourselves in a magical pasture. You see colors brighter than any colors you've seen before, and colorful flowers and happy little trees and bushes dot the pasture. It looks like a comfortable place. Other than standing in the middle, imposingly, is a 12-foot-tall angel with dazzling wings and bronzed skin. He holds a flaming shovel and stands guarding your path. <laughs> Wait, and I'm still tied to a light. Yeah, back. you're seeing this happen through the portal, but oh, okay. you're like, yeah. Cool, thank you. Uh, oh, and, and the gnomes are getting sucked through, too. Some of them are dying. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. So wait, I so, I, so I was just supposed to, if I hit start instead of the, button, the red button, this would have saved a lot of my, my kids. You guys and... feel gnome giblets on your back. Oh, uh. Jesus Christ. God damn it. I, I feel really bad about that. Well, I mean, you, yeah, I mean... They, Look, I, they handed it to you. I know. I love games. And they, they had never touched it ever, and huh? then they just handed it to us. Well, I, it was the first color. I, I saw the. Was, Here's what I think they did. I think they fucking. I think they false started you. I think they hit a couple buttons and. Yeah, because if, even if, if the game hadn't started and I just hit red, it wouldn't do anything. Like the game was already going. Well, no. I, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want. I mean, like in order for in order for you hitting a button to make the game be over. I agree. That means the game had started. Right. It's a setup, is what you're saying. It was, uh, yeah. it was not your fault. And I, I just like. Hey, 12 foot angel shovel man, what's your name? Sup, dudes. <laughs> Yo, my name's Yomiji. Oh, no. <laughs> Yomiji. Yep. Uh, uh, what's, what's, uh, what's for sale over in, uh, in your part of the woods? Nothing for sale, man. I just guard the herb. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, you, you don't speak of the tarragon of virtue by any chance. Oh, we probably got that. Oh, yeah? Uh, could we just have a slice of that action? Nah, man. I don't know how worthy you fools are. <laughs> uh, you don't have, happen to have a game of Simon on you, do you? Yeah. No. What's that? That's, that's a long story. It sounds fun. Yeah. It's just a game for uh, fools, as you just call Sharpie, us. Sharpie, he was just making conversation. Don't fucking... He might be a friend. A weird way to start a conversation. Uh, see? <laughs> we're not, we're not going to do this. 
Yomiji, uh, we are friends. We come here in peace. We would love. Uh, uh, what's what, what's your price for a little uh, for some access into the garden? Hey man, you want to get access to the garden? That's cool. We just uh, you can sample. You can sample whatever you want. Just uh, tell me, tell me you're worthy. I'm worthy. No, I mean, tell me you're worthy with the best joke in the universe. <laughs> All right. A kid's wa- an eight-year-old kid's walking down the street, and he finds a welder's mask. <laughs> and he puts the welder's mask on, he's playing with it, he's flipping it up and down, and the car pulls up, older gentleman's in the car. Guy rolls the, uh, down the window and says, hey, kid. And the kid flips up the welder's mask and looks at the guy and says, yeah? And the guy says, you want to ride? The kid says, all right. And he gets in the car, and the guy's driving down the road, and the kid's playing with the welder's mask, flipping it up and down. And the guy says, hey, kid, do you know what sodomy is? And the kid flips the welder's mask up and looks at the guy and says, no, I, I don't. And the guy's driving along, and, the kid, and he says, hey, kid, do you know what, um, what, uh, what fellatio is? And the kid flips the mask up and goes, I, sorry, I, I, I don't know. And the guy stops the car and says, kid, do you, do you know what a pedophile is? And the kid flips the mask up and says, look, mister, I've got to be honest with you. I'm not really a welder. <laughs> Yomiji, he starts laughing. He drops his shovel. And uh, he's rolling on the floor laughing. He's like, that's a good joke, man. That is, that is, that's great. Yeah, because how do you write that backwards? It's a a great punchline. All right, so there's this duck with AIDS. (laughs) Sharpie, no! (laughs) Thank you, everybody. That's Harmontown. A 100th episode extravaganza let's thank Adam Goldberg one more time shall we an MC what an incredible 100th episode did MC win anything can we give MC something of some sort we'll we'll, we'll think of something for you MC Spencer Crittenden Aaron McGathy I'm Jeff Davis thank you once again to everybody here at Meltdown Comics one more time for the mayor, Dan Harmon. A hundred episodes of our podcast for you to hear. Harmadoo. Thanks for coming. hundred episodes. You don't have to applaud again. I was just singing a song. Can I know? the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. <laughs> the NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com. Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. One of the things I value most in life is time. Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multidimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon. 
but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed. 